0: late night Ian Lee on talk radio put your loving
1: hand out baby I'm begging No
2: one for you dear listener. Is you this game over yet. 0344 yeah. is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Who's that girl?
3: Uh, I'm Catherine Boyle.
2: Hey, how you doing Boyle? I'm all right. Someone Boyle. was was cooking it's too hot man it, I, I swear to god it's too hot someone was cooking a very very nice chinese uh meal earlier on and uh we could smell it it Oof. made um uh, our pizzas that we'd got from Domino smell a little bit ropey but it's just coming in through the house, and I'm just, oh, man alive, I could murder a Chinese meal right now. A succulent um, Chinese meal. A succulent Chinese meal. Two, two bits of business before we continue and introduce our guest. And, and mm-hmm. I say guest, I suspect we'll we'll be uh, sidetracked and, and pushed to the back of the room. But if you want to give us a call about anything, any you know the deal, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Boring bit of business, Sam. I don't think you've got Team Viewer open at your end. That's certainly what it's saying here. So I don't know if you can do anything, and then I can jump in and I can see phone box and stuff like that. Thank you very much indeed. And I'm <laughs> thrilled. And we were supposed to have him last week, and me and Catherine having a little bit of a wobble, and um, he, he took it very kindly when we stood him down. And I'm thrilled to have him back, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the inventor of this genre.
4: It's only Mr. Robbie Vincent. Hey, Robbie, how you doing? Okay, I'm used to being uh, stood up. Don't worry about it. Oh, uh, don't, I don't. I don't take it personally. Uh, I just—it's lovely to uh, rub vocal cords with uh, mega stars. You know, it's really yeah. nice to be with you, Ian. Now, uh, listen. How Robbie, are you both? Let me. I let want... me. Oh, God, You I do t- it. You do it. I'll oh, shut up. Go on. What? No, not going. now no, listen. I—I <laughs> I, I couldn't possibly take over the whole show, but I could. Uh, what? What I'd like you to do is. Uh, <laughs> What we're going to do, we're going to up the ante, and the telephone number, so can somebody do the telephone number for me again, please? Yes, sir, it's 0344 499 1000. Okay, I used to remember my numbers really well, but I can't remember yours. If you'd like to join in the conversation, uh, use that number. Uh, because you'll probably be a downside, more fun. Uh, do you know what I've been thinking today? Here's something. Cool. Um, we, we well, Scotland and Ireland and Wales are dealing with the this dreadful virus in different ways. And I'm talking about the positive side now where uh, we're, we're, we're slightly becoming unlocked and I walk around with chains on just to remind me. And I just got the feeling we might reach the stage where it will happen, you know, uh, county by county. So say, for instance, let's use two examples, uh, maybe Kent and uh, two together, Kent and Surrey. And you can do things in Kent that you can't do in Surrey. Uh, And listening to all the different decisions and the different times. And we're actually a fairly small United Kingdom. Wales is not massive. Northern Ireland's not massive. Even the UK is tiny on the on the uh, on the map. Yeah, they're all doing different things. I mean, I just wonder what the team think about that. And you know, also I was thinking about. I heard uh, about people who've been furlonged And then somebody said, no, Robbie, furlongs, just because you watch uh, horse racing doesn't mean everything's in furlongs. It's furloughed. Yeah. Um, I heard a guy, and he was a skydiver. I thought, oh, gosh, this is going to be good. And what on earth does a skydiver do when he can't work? And I thought he was going to say something fantastic, you know, like uh, he was guarding our shores or something. You know what he does? Go on. works for amazon and absolutely oh, loves it but hang on is he, he's not jumping out of planes with the packages is he <laughs> he could do that couldn't that he would be and, I, and, I, and, I, and i keep looking up and that's the other thing is imagine having things delivered uh by air you know your own personal little uh aircraft uh, anyway that's enough from me uh, have you ever jumped out of an airplane robbie um that's a really good question the answer i've done lots of things yeah um no no good good it does
2: not I, I i just don't get what the buzz of that is have you ever no. done it cat you've not no done it, i have haven't you. you're sensible
3: no i don't fancy it but my sister uh, turned 40 last month and my brother-in-law got in touch with us beforehand and said would you like to put in for her big present and i went yeah sure what, what are you getting a skydive oh, skydive no. uh, does he not I, love I her then Well, I said, just to flag up to everyone else, this is not a fun present for me, so don't even think about it. But apparently she's bang up for it. Oh, absolutely not job and the
2: skydive as well that's incredible <laughs> it doesn't ab- it's funny robbie you mentioned about the different counties um, and by the way it's so nice to hear your voice again man Th- thank you so much for for coming on we really appreciate it but they were saying last week weren't they because it was different rules in england and wales yeah. wales were saying if you come over from england now that england's allowed to move uh, you know for a, a day trip or a bit of exercise you'll get arrested yes so mm-hmm. it is everything is divided up it's weird
4: yeah yeah and and there was a fantastic question uh for uh, I, I thought it was actually going to be in the number 10 briefing well, you know that has become but um this guy said look I live I live and I can't remember where he lives, but he said, I live nearer to Scotland than I do to England, so should I go to Scotland or should I go to England? And then another guy said, I live in England, but I work in Wales. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) So it's all over the place.
4: And we forget that. I mean, these border towns.
2: uh, How have you found it, Robbie? Because I've had moments of... The first fu- couple of weeks, I hated it, and I was thinking, this is the end of the world. Then I've kind of got into a groove, and actually, lockdown, for whatever it is now, because it's changed so much, I've kind of quite enjoyed it, because I don't really go out anywhere, and, uh, uh, anyway, and I, I can do the radio show from home, and it sounds all right, and I still see my kids, and so, uh, how have
4: you found it? Um, now I've got a, bit, a little bit of honesty here. I must admit, I do miss one thing badly. Uh-oh. My son's dog. Um, but apart from that, um, I think, uh, I think everything, like you, it's a sort of, you know what's going to happen, don't you? I don't mean that uh, just about the dog. I actually, you know, I'd, I'd like to see my, my, my son and yes. Yeah his partner as well Oh, I Uh, that was a joke in case he gets the hump and he'll just be on the phone and getting cross with me he can get cross he's very cantankerous girl um but 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 i do think what's going to change going to be some big changes a lot of people will uh work from home and a lot of the um being stuck at home like you saying being boring you don't go anywhere but i just miss i'd like to go to the theater the cinema uh, an art gallery or, or, a, or a beautiful garden and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it hasn't been the end of the world. But then, if you've got a tiny yard you can sit in on your own, Yes. there's a huge difference between that yeah. and flat life. And I think those, all those people who have uh, abided by the rules and live in a small accommodation they should be knighted Uh, they should get medals because for them uh, this has been an utter nightmare whereas if you've got that little bit of space which i'm lucky enough to have i think it's completely different i don't know if you agree
2: I oh, no, of course it doesn't. We, Catherine and I, we, we always address the fact that we're in a, an incredibly privileged position and that we're still working. Actually, we're saving money because we're not driving into well, London are you every single me, night. Then? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so speak to so speak to Rupert Murdoch. He'll sort you out. Um, and I've, I've got a nice house and I've got a bit of a garden and and I, I share my kids with my ex-wife. And we're in a yeah. If you're living in a one room one bedroom flat or or a tower block Tough. or whatever it 's a completely different experience it is it is what and, uh, going
4: and, through uh, yeah, and I think this should not be underestimated as well, and when you hear all these people bleating about you know about oh why do people do this and why do people do that, I actually uh, get quite cross when people uh, deliberately flout the rules and make no effort whatsoever, but I have huge, huge sympathy for people who think they just can't even go out for a walk. It's not so bad now. It's improved. Uh, But I thought they showed real good spirit and i think they should be rewarded even if it's by us now just saying thank you very much because they're the sort of people you know in the small accommodations who deserve our applause
2: let's put this out there let's put this out there we like to do this every now and then we are sometimes uh robbie we ask people to phone up and speak dirty to us now speaking dirty in uh, 2020 is slightly different from 2019. I don't want to hear about sexual exploits. I want people to phone up and tell us about when they were in crowded pubs, when they were in, uh, when they were at concerts, when they were in small comedy venues, when they were sat on a crowded bus before all of this happened, and we were allowed to do that. So, if you're listening, and you just want to, you just want to spend thirty seconds, sixty seconds describing something hot and sweaty um, with a lot of other people that we're not allowed to do anymore. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, 499 uh, one
5: thousand. Uh, Robbie, say hello to Bill. Hi bill. Robbie.
4: How are you, Bill?
5: Oh, I'm fantastic. What a pleasure it is to hear your voice.
4: Yeah, it's a pleasure, Bill. I've been waiting 70 years to hear from you, and this is a
6: real <laughs> moment.
5: I, I first heard you in the early 70s, Robbie, on Radio London, about this time of night. So what a what a fantastic memory to hear your
4: voice again after all these years. You heard what we were talking about just now. Um, uh, How's the lockdown affected you? How old are you? Tell me. This is something I don't normally ask men. Bill, how old are you? I'm 60, Robbie. You're 60? Yes. Um, How has this lockdown affected you? And this was a question that uh, Ian put to me. How's it affected you?
5: Well, I live in a block of flats, Robbie, which is fairly quiet, so it's Quite quiet here nothing much goes on go for my sort of daily walk around the block and uh, go to my weekly shop but uh, i quite <laughs> i quite like the quiet life robbie so uh, do you so i
4: mean that. i don't don't take this in the wrong way so you, you're quite happy with a fairly boring life exactly <laughs> <laughs> or is that being unkind bill and this is this is, this is a conversation i'm not being judgmental um uh, uh, happy, quiet, you know, walk around the block, even if you weren't you locked down, you do that. Is that right? Exactly.
5: Well, let me give you yeah. an example of, you might have boring, if it was, but I used to make the space between 12 and 2.30 every every lunchtime during the 70s and 80s. Whatever I was doing it, it was your show, Robbie, that was it. You were such a role model to me, and I'm not joking.
4: Oh, it's very kind of you to say that. Isn't that nice, Ian? Do people ever say nice things like that to you?
2: Not yet, Robbie, but I'm, I'm not as old as oh, you. Well, I'll so... say it
4: to you. Listen, <laughs> I'll say to you. As one, of, as one of the founding fathers of phoning radio, uh, and I don't know whether I should be uh, put down or not for it, I, I just want to say I think you're brilliant, and I'm really pleased you turned up tonight because oh, you bring... You. You, you just—it's a, it's a, it's just an experience, and, and I mean that with great sincerity. Bill, you're brilliant. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, lovely to yeah. talk yeah. to yeah. you. Deep Bill, respect. Do
1: you, Bill, th- th- th-
2: th- what have you been listening to during this lockdown? Because I'm a, I'm a huge radio geek, right? I love radio more than TV, more than anything. And I've had to completely change my listening habits because I, I, I we're talking about it tonight, and that's fine. But I, I, I've been overwhelmed. And I know Kath has as well. We've been overwhelmed on the radio with the number of deaths and the number of people that are suffering. And, what you, you know, it's been quite intense. And I like a little bit of light relief. I like a little bit of entertainment. I like a laugh. I like, I like a giggle. And there's not really been that much of that on the radio. So have you had to change your listening habits, Bill? Well, I
5: listen, I'm a great fan of yours, Ian, and Cath, And I think the one school that you, Robbie, and Kath share... Is you actually listen to the callers where some radio hosts just um, try to be controversial for the sake of it. Yeah, oh, it took me a long time to get the...
2: <laughs> It took me a long time to get the listening. It took me a real long time to get. It's about. It's not about me. It's it's, it's about listening. And I used to do the thing, Robbie. I'd come on and say something contentious for the sake of saying something contentious because then you get a load of people phoning up and arguing All with right. you. And it's fun, but it's easy. Um, and it was when I learned to shut up and listen that suddenly it all clicked that's the yes.
4: job and i think i think uh, i uh, bear in mind there wasn't much phone radio when i started and one of the things it was a learn a learning process and what you've just said was on the best possible lessons if you shut up uh, a few more things show respect and i genuinely showed respect to people like Bill who want to join us, and it's it's very easy uh, uh, to take the Sir Michael and all the rest of it, and, and you need to show his spe- and listen, and the longer you shut up, the more interesting things become. That's that's been my experience.
5: Bill, go on. Sorry. Your London days. One of your mottos was, "Phone up, and you will be heard." Did I used to say that?
4: Yes. No, I didn't say that. I think I think that was someone not very bright, Bill. You said that. <laughs> Bill, listen, it's <laughs> nice to talk to you. Stay safe. I'm it is nice. Four, it's like, nice. That that's that's that was a, that was great. That was, lovely, thank you for letting me speak to Bill. Now, if you're another Bill, um, we would love to hear from you. I mean, you know, come on, share it. And these are dark times, um, so let's not talk dark. Uh, let's try and uh, lift our spirits. If yeah. that. Uh, is, and if you feel like lifting our spirits, give us a call. And the number is Catherine. Your turn. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand.
2: I love it. And what is great? We're going to go to a break in a second, but what is great is how quickly Catherine, both mm-hmm. you and I, have um, have knelt before the Master and have succumbed to the roles of being being the humble assistants. I love it. I, I know my it. place. <laughs> I know, what's I know, the number I know, again? <laughs> oh, 03444991000, sir. You're pushing this, it now.
0: This is Talk <laughs> Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> i tell you what's amazing, uh,
2: Robbie, is how easy it is to do this job from home. Now, I'm in my house, Kath's in hers, I'm guessing you're in yours, we've got Sam, who's, you know, uh, whose life is expendable, it would seem, who's, you know, kind of <laughs> holding it all together with with string and, and sticky tape, um, yeah. but, even, in, fact, in fact, not even three years ago, this wasn't possible, three years ago, me and Catherine took the show to New York for a week, and we had to take these massive, these two huge, um, <laughs> solid suitcases Full of equipment with us. Do you remember, Kath, the trouble we had getting those bloody things around?
3: Yeah, I do. And I do remember you doing a little bit of DIY in the uh, the hotel, the hotel, trying to get all the stuff oh. to plug in properly.
2: I had to take, I had to take <laughs> the internet socket apart. But now, I'm, I'm assuming, um, uh, Robbie, you've just got
4: a laptop and a microphone or something, have you? Um, I, I actually uh, have treated myself to a new computer. My computer was so old... Uh, it was still showing black and white movies, and wow, I mean it—it it was seriously old. And I can't chuck it out, so I treated myself to—and I'm told it's called Windows 10. Uh, so I've actually got a computer in front of me and a microphone, and I have to tell you, this is in—I did my Jazz FM show from home, from the yeah. attic, but for you, I've moved down to the bedroom, uh, How luxury. Romantic. Real, real luxury bedroom, but you're right, and uh, in the Radio 1 days, we used to do uh, outside broadcasts, as they were called in those days, and uh, I can hear you, we used to have huge vans and Mm. huge teams of people, Um, I mean like more than seven. Uh, to do an outside broadcast, one of the things we used to do was young farmers who were a feisty lot. We used to enjoy that a lot, actually. You um, used to do young farmers.
2: What's, what's, mm, what kind of confession no, is
4: this? Not, no, I didn't do young farmers, but right. we did. Young
2: part farmers. of Radio
4: One's uh, uh, it had a speech bit, and with a journalistic background, I got to do a lot of these. And one of the things, of course, is young farmers, not just farmers. Young farmers. Yes, sir. Uh, And of course, they had a lot to say. I mean, uh, think about the farming community now. Uh, they are the one group of people who uh, don't have to be miles apart from each other, and how can they be looking after the farms? But with young farmers, of course, uh, they have particular problems because of the isolation and finding partners and all the rest of it. Um, so uh, young farmers are interesting people to uh, speak with, I have to say. It was, qu- it was quite challenging for a, a young uh, Radio 1 person like me at the time. Um Robbie, say hello to Susan in Exeter.
7: Oh, hello. S- hello, Susan. Yeah, I'm from Essex. I'm, well, am I'm, you? Really, I live well, in that's near Exeter. Exeter. I'm from London, yeah. really. But Some o- letters o- are why the same. But I you is because I I used to listen to you with my aunt in London. She told me about it. I was only a teenager, about fifteen, and I sent, um, I told you um, a poem about David Cassidy because I was a fan of David Cassidy. <laughs> it was years. ago. I mean, Do years you remember ago.
2: it,
4: Robbie? Do you know I do? Do you uh, Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, no, I do. I do. I and and um, <laughs> now, are you in Exeter or Essex? Essex, Essex. Essex, yeah, they've yeah. both got E's in them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're w- very similar. i lived
7: mean, in Walthamstow. I lived in London then. I was still oh, at school when I phoned you, uh, yeah.
4: Um, can, can, you remember the, can you remember the poem?
7: I can remember a bit of it. Um, oh, I can great. just remember it now. Um, you're not an idol David you are the best of them all i sit and gaze and look at you on the bedroom wall i, I can't remember all the other bits because i was great. only young because i had always pictures in where i used to live in the flats on my um, in the cupboard door and i used to yeah. have I could see him. yeah me. i
4: mean Isn't that was I i don't I, do do people still do that do you think have uh, pictures of no, their
7: because i was only as i say quite a young
4: how, how young were you to be about a David Cassidy fan?
7: About 15 I was, 14, 15?
4: 15.
7: When Good I gracious When I was only young, I was still at school.
4: Yeah, but I mean, for a, a David Cassidy fan, 15 would make you old, I would have thought. You would be one of the more I'm mature off. David Cassidy fans. Yeah. That's lovely. That's that, I, I mean, mem- that's... I
7: remember your music. You know the theme music? It was an unusual theme music that you used to have on your show.
4: What, did it sound like a snake?
7: It went doo 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 do. It had a funny sort of um up and down. Because there
4: was there was there was do doo doo do do, and then there was. I I get asked so much about the yes. snake one, uh, but but can, can, it, can, can it you hum it to me movie again? Movie. I'll tell you which one it was.
7: I couldn't tell you, but if I heard it now, I would know what it was.
4: Oh, did he go dun 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 dun? Oh, I
7: no. It had more of a high and low tune, if you know what I mean. A
4: high and low tune?
7: I'm not a very good singer. Go on,
4: do it again, go on. Please? It's
7: sort of up and down. Bum, 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 I think it is. Bum, bum,
4: bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah. A David Cassidy fan, that's brilliant. I know. Absolutely brilliant.
7: I wrote this poem and I wanted to tell you...
2: Hang on, Susan, hang on, Susan. Look, this is for you. Susan.
1: See the funny little clown, yeah. see the puppet on a string, wind him up, he'll sing, give him candy and he'll dance. I love
2: a bit of David Cassidy, soon. I've seen I've seen David Cassidy in concert that, a couple of oh, was times. Was that
1: David Cassidy? Yeah,
7: it's yeah, David I Cassidy. Him. I, it was Tony Osmond or David Cassidy
4: and I was his fan. It's That's awesome. fantastic. <laughs> lovely bit. Do you know, it's, it's, it's lovely to hear from you. Yes, Thank you very much for taking the well, trouble to call.
7: I always enjoyed the programme, so we used to stay up late then and um I always naughty
4: girl what time did you stay up to that would <laughs> well, be after I 10 o'clock
7: my aunt's because my parents worked so i okay. used to go around in the holidays you know it was my dad's sister and um my aunt used to sit up you know listen to the radio and i used to listen as well so
4: <laughs> good there's yeah, nothing like a, there's it. nothing like there's nothing like something on the wireless is there
7: no, I, I, I enjoy all these programs very much. Thank you
4: ever so much for calling, Susan. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and, uh, and David Cassidy will appreciate it as well. Uh,
2: 03444991000. We get old people phoning us up, and we get young people phoning us up. Good evening, Thomas. Hi,
7: Ian. Hey, Hi, Thomas, Ian. how are
2: you doing? Uh, how okay. you doing, Thomas? You good? Yeah. Say hello What's to the my the friend, the friend the Robbie. The Robbie.
7: Rob, radio station's.
2: Say that again, my friend. What did you say?
7: Thanks for the advice about lis- uh, listening to different radio stations.
2: Did it help? Pardon? Did it? It's not the greatest line for some reason. Did it help? The, the, let me just explain to Robbie. I've got my friend Robbie Vincent here who kind of invented all of this, this nonsense. Um, Thomas phoned in, Robbie, and he was just getting a little bit... And he's a young lad, as you can tell. He was just getting a little bit anxious, a little bit worried about all of the news that was coming out, and it was okay. kind of getting him down a little bit. And I suggested, instead of listening to talk radio or LBC or you know, kind of where it's it's constantly talking about what's going on in the world, maybe yep. listen to a bit of Radio Four. Maybe listen yep. to a little bit of Radio Four Extra, where there's
4: still people talking. Um yep. but how old is he? How old are you, son? Uh, I'm twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Oh, guys, to love being twelve. Do you know that? I used to love being twelve because I used to go to school, and I used to hate school. And, I love uh school. You love school. Yeah, I love it. You do. We well, see. You see. You've got to understand. Schools have changed. When I went to school. It was all the cane and do this and do that. And you don't have the creative and interesting teachers. Not so many as you you have now. It's a more challenging thing to be a teacher. Would you like to be a teacher? No. No?
7: No, I, would... I, enjoy, I enjoy learning new things.
4: You enjoy what? Lemonade?
7: Learning new things
4: learning new things you see now why do you think you like learning new things because mm. um. there's lots of 12 year olds you know who don't want to learn new things to give oh. myself new thing that makes new you different Get more opportunities. Here's the thing
2: I was saying to someone the other day, Thomas. When I, was t- when I was a young man, your age and a little bit older, I didn't really care about school. And I look back now and just think, my God, all that information those people were prepared to give me, and I wasn't ready for it. And, yeah. um, and I'm kind of thinking now about possibly going back to college and maybe l- doing a, a, another degree or doing a course or doing something. Because now, at 46, nearly 47, now I want to learn. 12, 13, 14, 15, I was a cocky young so-and-so and I thought I knew it all and now I'm just, teach me, teach me, you know, I want to learn stuff. So to have that at 12 is quite remarkable.
7: I, I guess it runs in the family because my, my, parent, my parents are extremely clever people.
4: Mm. And ah.
7: Grandparents.
4: Maybe yeah. that's why, that's perhaps that's why you want to... Uh, look at new things and different things. Do you think? Do you think your parents are encouraging you to do that? Maybe he doesn't know the word "encourage." Do you think? Do, I do you I think?
1: Don't know the word
4: encourage. <laughs> you tell oh, him, Thomas. Good. Don't take any back chat from Robbie Vincent. Uh, but he disappeared. <laughs> I was very worried. Do you Thomas, think it's listen. Because hang on a minute. I'm I, I, oh, I want, I'm want, to hear, want to hear what he wants us. Um, do you think it's? possibly your mum and dad's encouragement that make you want to go and look at and listen to different things
7: partially it's just my own determination to be the best of myself
2: imagine you're really old thomas like me or or catherine or, or very old like me yeah let's not get carried away with it but what, <laughs> <laughs> what? Where, where do you think you where would you like this is an impossible question but I'm going to ask it anyway, because they're the fun ones. Where do you think you'd like to be in 30, 35 years' time?
7: I don't really mind as long as I'm happy.
2: This kid's got it all, man. This is like... We're talking to a young Buddha. This is super zen. <laughs> Thomas, it's nice to talk to you. Take care. We Thank got a bit you, worried Thomas. yesterday when you disappeared so suddenly. It's nice to hear you. 0344 4991000. Well, let's... OK. Uh, Robbie, say hello to
8: George. George. Rainbow George. Wondering Rainbow George nowadays. How are you, Robert? Rainbow George. <laughs> How are George, you? George, <laughs> you must be 200 years old, for goodness sake. <laughs> no, 79 years, uh, 7 months and 8 days. Okay. Um dear listener you you uh
4: those you who are not aware uh this is a man that was a legend in his own lunchtime. Um if I remember he stood as a member of a member of parliament every other week. Um was a regular caller um and um I I'm trying to think of another word other than did you did you get your knighthood or not?
8: No, no. But I was standing for Captain Rainbow's Universal Party, and it's being resurrected in its own way. And it's really, yeah, it's really lovely to talk to you, Robbie. When when did you start? What what what, what year did you start broadcasting?
4: Oh, I can't remember that far back. What year did I? <laughs> okay, what year? It was before radio
2: was invented, wasn't it, I think?
4: No, George, um, well, yes, I can remember the... Around about the time of the three-day week, which which was a crisis period, um, when... uh, there was, if George, you would remember this, where we were encouraged to go and share showers and bars with people living next door to save power.
8: Yeah, but uh, I, and, I can't uh, remember what, what year it was. It was,
4: it was in the, I, the 80s, was it? Oh, I, I can't remember. But whenever that was, uh, it would have been around about then. And that, in its way, certainly not a crisis as we've got now, but uh, they were difficult times. They
8: were. All the lights going off. I still remember a, a, a 1985 call that I had with you. It, it was on uh, July the 10th. It was my mother's 70th birthday and I, I'd been planning big things to happen on, on that day and none of the big things <laughs> that I, I, I'd been trying to make happen got anywhere near to happening. But uh, they... they sunk the Greenpeace ship the Rainbow Warrior that day and, and you weren't talking about it and I phoned in and got you it's talking lagging. about
4: yeah that was in New Zealand yes?
8: yeah, and yeah. It, it, it was, that like was me, th- me going down with the Rainbow Warrior yes, on that yeah. day and four days later I'd, I'd been trying to book Wembley Stadium because I was going to celebrate a uh, uh, everything that would have Your happened. mum's
4: birthday, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> George, i l- listen. This, this, this is a treasured call for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm pleased to hear you're still around. You still live in Hampstead?
8: Highgate nowadays. Highgate. It? Uh,
4: <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to hear from you, and may may you continue to haunt phone in presenters for well, as long as you carry on George it's great to hear George, from you thank, thank you very, very much. much
2: indeed 0344499 uh, 1000 is the phone number we were kind of joking Robbie, um <clears throat> about you inventing this but you did in this country
4: didn't you this kind of this kind of radio well well, I don't like to say that because there'll always be somebody else who said, "No, I invented it." Um, but the truth of it is that the three-day week came along, uh, television switched off at uh, ten o'clock from memory, and um, at uh, Radio London, no one was listening to the station anyway. And I said, "Well, look, w- why don't we have? Uh, why don't we have a, a, a phone-in show?" Um, because I'd heard phone-in radio from America. Mm. Uh, 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 we've been going, as you know, for for, for ages, it was just like uh, every other program or every other station at one point. it was such big news um, and i couldn 't see any reason why it shouldn't be the case over here, but the, the, there were problems, and one of the major major problems was our telephone system coping with it, and during the crisis programme, which I did, which was with the three day week. Um, and I think I mentioned it to you before, Ian, and it is true that there was this ho- whole subculture where the, po- the phone system, the, the programs were so popular, the phone mm. systems couldn't cope. So you'd have all these people on cross lines having their own radio show and chatting mm. to each other. And they actually formed uh, a Radio London Cross Line Club. And that will ring bells with a few, I can tell you. Um So there were a lot of uh, early problems. And of course, um, telephone talk has progressed out of all recognition since then. And the great thing about it was you can make all the mistakes that you make in the early days. So again, it was a a learning thing. But that's where it all started, in a crisis period. No telly um miss the cross I miss cross
2: lines I used to love I'm, I I used to love getting a cross line as a kid where you'd hear a <laughs> couple of hours I was the someone background. else yeah cats yeah. yeah. yes. Kat, Kat, a little bit younger than us a little bit do you were, were, you, were you did you ever have cross lines Kath, or did you kind of miss that it was sort of I an was, early 80s thing i think
3: yeah i mean I I, I heard about it. It was a thing, but I I didn't get to use the phone very much, (laughs) to be honest. It's like one phone in the hallway that was kind of, you had to ask permission to use no, I don't think I ever experienced a cross line, but I knew they existed. Oh, yeah. it,
2: was a, it was a big deal. My, I remember my mum <laughs> going to make a phone call one evening and she, then she said to me and my sister, Joe, Ian, quick, come quick and listen. I've got a cross line. And we spent the te- next ten minutes just listening in on someone's conversation cool. until one of us laughed and someone on the phone went, is there somebody there? And then they um, we hung up. But that, you, that was like an evening's entertainment was having a cross line. <laughs> yeah, but line. This, I, Ian,
4: there's something even funnier. Go on. Um, well, because I got, got interested in communications, um, CB radio came along. Oh, yes. And, and I wonder what on earth it was. It, is, was, it, it was extraordinary how gullible people were. And some of, um, some of the strokes I pulled, and I just sat there in, in complete disbelief that anybody could believe this nonsense, all sorts of strange things being suggested. And, of course, then I realized that um, Americans were used to a a TV team asking a question on a street in New York or San Francisco or Los Angeles. You just answered it, you know. Mm. Um, But, of course, over here, uh, because of the way government ran the system, it was like some magic potion. So CB radio, to somebody who was just getting used to it, was a form of broadcasting, wasn't it? A form of contact, which, of course, in this country, we were very, very late in doing don't Well, you're fairly young, but I think you probably appreciate we were quite late uh, in catching up, in being able to communicate with each other using radio, CB radio, or telephone talk.
2: 0344 uh, 499 1000 is the telephone number let's take a quick break if that's okay with you sam and uh, we just type it on the screen and then we've got jerry and then we've got alistair and we could have you dear listener uh, this is ian lee Catherine boyle and robbie vincent uh live on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio how was um jazz fm the other day you did uh, did you do ve
4: day did i read uh, yes. How uh, did it go? Is Um all right? Um, abs- <laughs> absolutely fantastic. It, yeah. it, 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 it was just wonderful. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and we're doing it again next Monday as well. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was, um, what a lot of people don't know is I didn't know I was going to do a second program, but uh, they asked me to do it on on, on air. Uh, you know you get people talking in your ear, Ian, and dear yeah. listener, if I can share this with you. Um, for some people it's a complete bane you know, it drives you potty people saying, no, will do this, say this, ask this do that and um, <clears throat> of course uh, after a few gruff words uh, they stop doing it but it does drive you mad and yeah. I was just thinking about the young farmer thing, I, I remember saying to somebody who kept giving me questions to ask, I said and we were recording it, I said you ask me that one more time, you give me a question to ask and I'm going home and it shut her up. It really worked really well. <laughs> now, what I was I talking about? I've forgotten now. It um, doesn't
2: matter. I, I can't do it on, t- on TV. I can have people talking in my ear because I can kind of separate my brain. But on radio, I can't. And I have to... Sam... Well, Cat well, sits in the studio with me. But Sam types on the screen. I can just about cope with that. But a voice in the ear it, while I'm doing radio just throws me off kilter. Were you... Um, When I, when I first started in this industry, Robbie, I was, um, I was an idiot, to be honest. And I was, I was difficult to work with. And it, it it came from insecurity. It came because I was constantly, they call it imposter syndrome. I was constantly waiting for the tap on the shoulder. In TV and radio, from someone saying, "We've made a terrible mistake. You obviously haven't got a clue what you're doing, so we're going to let you go." This is the person we meant to hire. And <laughs> because I was so scared of that, I used—I I was not a great person to work with. I was difficult. Let's let's put it politely. I was difficult. I think I—I I, I hope, and I've—I've I've worked at it over the past, you know, ten, fifteen years or so. I know I'm a lot better to work with. Would you ever say that you were difficult at any point?
4: Uh, everybody says I was terribly difficult. Do you agree with them? Mm, well, I think, a I think there's a difference between uh, – this is quite mm-hmm. deep, by the way. I think oh. there's a difference between, uh, in a work environment, there's a difference between being difficult and not tolerating fools gladly. Yes, there is. Um, And I think that's what it was, because if if in the job you do, it doesn't matter what it is, any job, uh, whether you're driving a train with great pride and you want to get in on time and you want to do the job properly, or whether it's your responsibility of making sure that the area of a big city is uh, cleaned well or swept well or whatever it is. Um, The one thing you don't want is uh, somebody who doesn't have that same standard as you have. Mm. So then you become uh, what they call a difficult person, but you ain't a difficult person. You just don't tolerate fools. You want it done.
2: You want the job done to to the best of everyone's abilities.
4: Yeah. And anybody listening now, uh, whatever they do, whatever their job, uh, they would probably be the same. Not all of them, uh, but a lot of people would be the same. You know, they would want it done in the way they wanted it done, and that's not an unreasonable thing to ask, is it? No. No.
2: Um, I was just thinking, then, uh, your voice hasn't changed at all, it, and, and this is the, the the magic of radio, right? On TV, if you don't see someone for five or ten years, wh- whoever it is, man or woman, they come on, you go, oh, and he put on a bit of, oh God, she's looking old, isn't she? But yes. but on radio, that, and we're all like that, you know, however lovely we like to think we are, oh, she's she's uh, she wants to get those roots done, but on radio, you don't get any of that, and, and, and you on radio, you look Robbie exactly as you did. Thirty-five years ago. Yeah, I and mean, it's, you it, sound the sorry. same. Go on, yeah,
4: you say yeah. you sound the same. Yeah, but I mean, it's the good face for radio, isn't yes. it? You know, yes, yes, that's okay. Steve Wright said that. I also remember Steve Wright saying that. He said, "I've got a great face for radio," <laughs> and <laughs> I thought that was really, really rather witty. Um, Robbie, say well, hello I mean, to we've Jerry. Got any s- uh, what? Sorry, we've
2: got some. We've got some calls. say, say hello no, to No, Jerry. no, no,
4: no. No, have you noticed there's been nothing about sport, and I'm delighted. Oh, God. You Thank could talk God. greyhound racing, but nothing else.
2: Me and Catherine are not big sport fans. No, that's, um,
4: I
9: think that's admirable. Yes, God, it's so boring. Uh, Jerry, you're through to Robbie. Oh, hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hi, uh, hi Sir Robbie. And what a pleasure it is. And, and uh, as I was um, listening to you about 45 years ago, maybe a bit more, it just evokes so many things. Can I just play something which evokes memory for me and a lot of listeners and probably for you? Just one second. Go on. Uh, here we go. Do you remember that? Um,
4: Is yeah. that it sounded like a... a Sounds like a nightmare. Ah, uh, no, that was Led Zeppelin's only number one hit, I think that sounded like. Say
9: that again? Sorry, I'll, I'll
4: put the play next to the speaker. Yeah, <laughs> can you hum it to me?
9: <laughs> <laughs> it was the Earth, Wind and Fire. It was the Earth, Wind and Fire song that you
1: used to play. Was that Between Earth, Wind and Fire?
9: That was oh, Earth, gosh. And Fire. God,
2: that yeah, sounded. Honestly. I'm going to be honest. That sounded bloody awful. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs>
9: which which uh, and fire track was that? Um, I don't. I don't uh, it was the end of. It's on That's the Way of the World.
4: That's yeah, the way. Of... Okay. okay. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. Ramsey yeah. yeah. well, Lewis did a great yeah. version of that. Well, did, was that what it was? Wow. He did. Uh, well, yeah. I don't have that version. That was obviously a remix. No. Used to no? say because
9: it sounded like a remix. It was like an intermission. It was an intermission uh, song that used to play. Oh, was it between? Uh, yeah. Okay, come
4: on. Apart from the, apart from a strangulated earth, wind, and fire <laughs> uh, track. Uh, sorry,
9: didn't. You I want
4: to know. Tell me what was one of your favourite co- f- calls you've ever heard on a phone-in show?
9: Oh. um gosh probably probably lately it's it's
2: got to be uh, Barry we have a regular uh, caller um, Robbie Barry from Watford who's a very old gentleman and he's he's phoned yeah. he's been phoning in almost every night to try and keep people's spirits up during oh, this very right. tense time it's, it's, uh, so Barry's done some yeah. good
9: calls okay yeah, he's entertaining in in
4: sometimes
2: you know when he's not. sometimes there. i'll let him know sometimes jerry nice yeah. to talk to you mate thank you very much jerry I thank move, you very
4: much Good i want to move to
2: lynn hello lynn you're through to robbie vincent Catherine and oh, I, I are here as well but um we'll we'll just sit this one out keep it in
10: <laughs> oh lovely thank you so much well i just wanted to say hi and um i wanted to connect with robbie because robbie i've listened to you for 40 something years um i'm 57 now actually and i used to always listen to you on radio london and you're absolutely addicted to your show but i'm a huge soul jazz funk fan and have been and first of all thank you for introducing me to so many awesome tunes over the years it's been absolutely spectacular um seeing you live, seeing your taste, uh, et cetera. And I uh, wanted to say that um, so one appreciation for that. And secondly, your show um, on Jazz Affair, we absolutely loved it. There was a massive countdown. I'm on a WhatsApp group, actually, which has about 100 people that are all massively into soul, and we share music and gigs and what have you, and we run a countdown to your show. We yeah, on Monday it's Monday. going to be.
4: Yeah, the the, the show this Monday. Um, I'm very proud of. Pr- proud at. Proud of. Uh, just finished putting it together. Um, tell me. G- give me uh, uh, from from the music bit. What what would be your two or three favorite tracks?
10: Well, you know, you opened with with it. Bobby Womack. How could you break my heart?
4: Brother you know. Bobby. Yeah.
10: Got Bobby okay. Womack, Wilton Felder, Teddy Pendergrass. You know, Frankie okay.
4: Beverly. Um, oh. it, you know, it goes. Okay, May of uh, <clears throat> Frankie Beverly of Maze. I mean, what would you? What would be your number one Maze track, apart from Joy um, and Pain," which is obviously like no, a I signature know, tune. favourite.
10: Yeah, I know okay. it's a good signature, isn't it? I think you know the slow one would be "We All Won" because yes. that's a, you know a really beautiful song. Um well, <coughs> before I <coughs> let go me. to dance to.
4: Okay. Well, on um, Monday, I'm going to have to put a health warning in because I know there'll be more mature people like you listening, uh, but there might be young people in the room as well uh, who will wonder what on earth you are doing when you leap to your feet and (laughs) dance. Uh, So I will make sure, having spoken to you, I promise, I will remind people, younger people, not to get alarmed Uh, if all of a sudden (laughs) sudden there is a track that wakens up retired dancing feet. And it's lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Uh, By the way, dear listener, Ian Ian is here, and there seems to be other people in the studio as well um, who would like to speak to you. So don't be shy. Give him a call. (laughs) And in a female voice, I'm now going to hit the um, uh, uh, female, v- where was yeah, female voice number. Can you do it, please? The number to call is. <laughs> oh, I think
3: it's me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one
4: thousand. You're lucky. Now I'm going to go to the slow one. Can I have that uh, number, please? A bit more slowly in oh, a f- uh, uh, female vo- voice. Go. Oh, three, four. <laughs> Four,
2: Robbie doesn't want his testicles. Four,
3: nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs>
2: one thousand. Oh, very good right. oh, uh, great, <laughs> great. When is, we're not really supposed to do this but I don't care when, when exactly is your show on Jazz FM and when, uh, so people can have a little listen oh,
4: when is, oh, it, it, it's, um, it's a bit like a book isn't it that's the other thing I used to love doing an interview with somebody who'd written a book and never mention it it was a yeah. real <laughs> challenge yeah, yeah. and there used to be some really smart asses and they, what they did is when they came in to do the interview, and I knew what they were up to, they would, they would see how many times that they yeah. could mention the name of the book. Yeah. Now, to be serious, I would obviously give an author a credit for a, for, for a great book. Uh, but just some of them were hilarious. It was really, really very, very funny. And I used to read the books, and this used to freak these people because I actually used to yeah. read the books. And one guy, and I'm desperately trying to remember the name, but anyway, one author said, he said, you've read the book. I said, of course I've read it. What do you mean you read? That? I said. And he said. Well, 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 he said. I, I don't think we should go on any further. He said because you'll give the story away. <laughs> <laughs> just, but that's that I just, be... I, that, Anyway, my show is on Jazz FM. It's at ten o'clock on Bank Holiday Monday. Uh, and in the morning, if you have retired dancing feet, I want to uh, get them dancing again. It's ten o'clock in fun. the morning. Ten o'clock in the morning. I know you'll be asleep, but don't oh, worry God. about it. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, you we mentioned... have we now have recording methods or no, listen again no, listen again, not recording, listen again sorry, you say you mentioned the book thing I I do, if we get someone we we don't get people in
2: very often that are plugging stuff, we just get people on that we like Um, and if they happen to be plugging something, that's beautiful but I've always made a point of reading the book or seeing the film or listening to the album it just seems polite
4: (laughs) but but, but you have to but, Ian, you would know as well as I do that the med- th- these authors would yeah. have actually been interviewed by people who, A, didn't know who they were. Oh, of course. B, hadn't read the book. C, wouldn't have understood the book if they read it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a bit like the thing that used to drive musicians potty. And particularly writers, and I'm very, very interested in writers, and a classic question from an idiot broadcaster, and they still do it, is how do you write a song, or how did you write that? I yeah. mean, what yeah. a stupid question to ask! But I, I,
2: still, do it. The question that um, it used to be: what What comes first? Do the idiot Music questions. or the words? Come on, then
4: do some. <laughs> get, get, go on. Here's a challenge for you. What about some idiot broadcast oh, questions? The, the I'll give that... you one. No, I'm go on. going to interrupt you. Of course, you I, used well, to I, do, I used to do. I used to. I used to do a, uh, a program with um, uh, a radio station in San Francisco and in New York as well, and I used to lead the show, it was like three or four o'clock in the morning, and we were, we actually did this topic, and uh, a guy rang from San Francisco, and he said, uh, and they did it via the station, and uh, please forgive me, it was W something, Um, and he said, I was in a plane crash, I said yeah, he said yeah, I was in a plane crash, and, in America, news crews often got to the scene of a news uh, scene of a plane crash before the plane had actually crashed. Wow. It was quite extraordinary. They'd have helicopters in the sky, and it was true they got there so fast. And he more, this guy had more or less just crawled out of a plane crash, and there was more than two or three people in this plane. It wasn't a, a an airline; it was a small aircraft. And, he'd more or less, and he was still in shock and covered in debris, and this local reporter turns up from the TV station and said, How do you feel? That's <laughs> 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 oh, great. <laughs> Let's and give the guy on. credit. I mean, he didn't call me just after the crash. He called me some time afterwards, and he was really quite funny about it. That's How so
2: do you feel? Let's
4: let's take one more call
2: um, um, before nurse
4: comes to put you to
2: bed, Robbie. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair.
11: Good evening, Ian, Catherine, and Robbie. A pleasure to uh, speak to you, sir.
4: Greetings um, and salutations and poo poo doo and how do you do? Yeah, Rufus um, Thomas had a radio show in New Orleans, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love this so much. Sorry.
2: This is my favourite hour um, I've done. Go on, Alistair.
11: Um, so, Robbie, I, t- t- to be honest, I've, I've not heard, heard you a lot over the years, because opposite to it and my problem is i watch too much television but i do recognize your voice and i was because of your experience i was wondering what do you think of the state of speech radio today generally because this is the only station i listen to i've tried listening to others but are there
4: others in? apparently well, there's, there's a couple yeah I, I don't know what
2: they're called
4: I missed you. What was your first name again? Tell me your name?
11: Alistair.
4: Alistair, yeah, Alistair. Alistair, are there other? You confused me now, and I'm still quite sharp for my age. Are there other stations? Talk to. Are there? In which country do you listen to them from? (laughs) Are these talk stations in Berlin? or you know <laughs> afghanistan where are these talk stations well apparently no, there's, one there's, there's one in london
2: there's one in london that's still going um Is got, it? I've, I've been
4: sacked what, the most london brick so company <laughs> that's it The london brick company <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon because i i love uh, come on, trade, no, no, no. Uh, no alistair can i apologize to yeah. alistair i'm teasing you a little bit alistair yeah um oh, no. you recognize my voice do you travel by train well, I have done before, but not. Yes,
11: I do sometimes.
4: Because I do quite a few of the announcements uh, on the train stations. That's probably why you recognise me, rather than uh, for listening to the radio or stuff like that. But anyway, what we. I forgot my. Jesus, the question answer was the asked. question,
2: Robbie. Please answer the question. What do you think of the state of speech radio?
4: Was too late for the news because of you. It really? Well, it's it, it's moved in a very different direction to as it was yeah. w- when I did um, phone radio, and I think it's improved. Um, it's a lot more. The London Brick Co- Company, for instance, it's very structured, very professional, yeah. um, and makes very good use of telephone contribution, uh, but it is not. What went on in the early days, and I think there is still a huge market for it. A bit more to be unstructured, you know, and particularly Mm, at night, you know, when you never know what's going to happen next. Alistair, I mean, what made you listen tonight?
11: Well, I always listen to this because uh, there you go. That they helped me with me. Well, they helped me get to AA. uh, That's another story.
4: You need a friend. Alistair, it's nice to talk to you. It is nice to talk to you, and it's thank you very Alistair. much indeed, Alistair. I like Alistair a lot. Um, um, you're I'm right, I, I was,
2: off. Uh, no, you are getting chucked off. Yes, we're so late for the news, this is awful. But, it's not, but but I think you're right, I, 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 this show is a car crash, not just because you're on, but I mean, generally, when me and Kath are doing it, and you know, it's kind of 50-50 between us, it's a mess, and it's it goes wrong sometimes, and you hear the working out, and you know, technical stuff goes wrong, and I love it, I love it, I don't want it, to, I, I couldn't do slick, and I don't want it to be slick, and I don't want it to be, in the first hour we're talking about coronavirus, and in the second hour, what do you think of Boris Johnson? I want it to be, me and Kath have talked about this so much, we just want it to be like a conversation, like it's been tonight, yeah. like it's been yeah. tonight. We didn't, we didn't talk to you before you came on about what you were no. going to say, or any of that, we just got you on because we knew we'd have a laugh for an hour, and that's yes. it. Yes, yes. I go to bed Robbie you. Vincent go to bed <laughs> um, so lovely to have you on um, at Robbie Vincent on Twitter and it's it's is it this coming Monday I'm so confused with the days <laughs> yeah, is it
4: this because coming Monday got, it's a, yeah it is confusing uh, Monday is a bank holiday right um, so it's Bank Holiday Monday uh, uh, on, 10 AM Jazz FM. on Jazz FM and thank you for inviting me nice on you pleasure, too. it's mate. nice to be with you and I'm, uh, nice I hope you enjoyed. the hour.
2: Oh, we, we love it Robbie you, honestly thank you so much and thanks again for your understanding last week mate Stay okay, safe. Peace, and uh, anytime and you want to come on, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Okay, peace <laughs> and That's love. Robbie. Bye bye, peace and love. There we go. Right, 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Um, we should probably do the newscast, do you reckon? we're only three minutes it late.
3: Might be best, yeah. Let's have That's a go. It.
2: This is Tor radio. Night, Talk Radio. Late night,
0: Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I now. E la
1: gente Ed amico un po'. Ci chiamano i monkeys. Siamo meno mati di chi si crede più intelligente di noi che la pritiamo così. Comunque parliamo, non è giusto mai E' sempre qualcuno che ne sa più di noi. Ci chiamano i monkeys. Siamo meno 03444991000
2: is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, it's the monkeys theme in Italian. I've just opened up the. Uh, what, now, why can I hear that? Uh, it's you. Oh, it's coming out of the speaker. <laughs> did it, did that... Was that just coming off my microphone, or was that coming out of... Uh, hang on a minute. Where's that coming from? Oh, it's coming Definitely. from there. I do apologise. I do apologise. I do apologise. I've just started the YouTube.com slash Ian Lee, and then it was... Kind of, uh, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. I like Robbie. You're right. Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned in his treatment of female presenters are you are you okay yeah
3: i'm fine
12: good
2: good i enjoyed that i enjoyed that. interesting
12: isn't it there you
2: go yeah Yeah, it's interesting i enjoyed that a lot i thought that was fun um it's a funny old world isn't it there's so many good people um that um should be working that aren't working you know, I'd, I'd listen to to Robbie Vincent on this station, on another station. I I, I, I probably won't listen on Jazz FM. I might listen on Jazz FM. It's not really my cup of tea, but I might check it out because I like Robbie. In fact, I will check it out because I like Robbie. I'm not doing anything better at ten o'clock on 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 the Monday, so I will check it out. Um, but I'd like to hear him do a phone in show. I'd like to hear Mike Mendoza do a phone in show. I'd like to hear Caesar Caesar the Geezer do a phone in show. You know, there's all these people out there. Um... And um, there's no room yeah. for them on conventional radio.
3: Well, and also, there seems to be an assumption these days, um, present company accepted, of course, yes. that if you've been on telly,
2: you can do this.
3: Oh, God, that's like, how I
2: got the job. That's how I got the job at LBC. It, and, and, and but it ain't God. necessarily
3: so. No, it, it was, you different know.
2: skill. I'm I'm lucky that I the, I listened to radio, so I sort of got it. But also, I had two very patient bosses, Scott Solder and and, and David Lloyd. Who I will, you, you know, I owe my entire last twenty years of career to them because they got me in because I'd been on telly, and uh, they taught me so much and they let me make my mistakes on on LBC for crying out loud. They let me make yeah. my. They encouraged me to make my mistakes. And they when I talked about being difficult, I was talking specifically about there. I was an ass, and um. They tolerated was it was insecurity
3: it. that led to you being like yeah.
2: that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was—I just got clean. The when I started at LBC, um, it was they, the first thing I got there was two weeks covering for Clive Bull in September, and I used to love Clive Bull, and it was the year after hosting Channel Four's breakfast show Rise, and I'd only had one other job that year i had a couple of voiceovers actually but i'd only had one other big job and that was early on in the year hosting a one-off saturday morning. get this catherine i hosted a one-off saturday morning show on itv and my co-host was holly willoughby right and it Whatever
7: was-
2: yeah exactly and the and it was it was an award show for video games and the guests that we had on there to present we had ash were playing live the people presenting the awards included katie price who just changed from jordan to katie price and there was real confusion about what we were supposed to call her simon Pegg and i can't think who else and um I was off my face on cocaine. I was, there's no two ways about it, and that was the last year of using. And I got, I just couldn't get a job, and I was using cocaine, and I was spending like I was on TV, and it got very, very bleak. And um, I, I, have no idea how I got off for two weeks covering for Clive Bull, um, and in September, and it was like, all right, well, I'm gonna get. And I was really trying to get straight at this point. I was really, really trying to get straight. And I got to about, I did, I had about a week clean. Then I did the first week clean. And then on the on the Tuesday of the second week, I seem to remember doing one of them really pissed because I had to have a drink to calm myself down. So I went to a pub. But on the Tuesday of the second week, I uh, was, uh, I i don't know why I was looking there, but as I got into my car to go home at one o'clock in the morning, I think it was, maybe it was 10, I can't remember what time he was on. I think he was on 10 till one. And I just, as junkies do, I just checked under the mat uh, 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 in the driver's seat. You know the mat that you get? And there was a lovely, delicious wrap of untouched cocaine. And I thought... Ah, and didn't do the. I, I phoned in sick for the rest of the week. Phoned in. Cause I, I did that cocaine, then I scored some more cocaine, and that was you know two weeks' work in a year, and it went up my nose, and um, I phoned in sick, and I can't do it. Blah 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 blah. And for whatever reason, they, and I, I thought, well, that's that over, that's that done. I'm never getting that again. Um, and for whatever reason, I got a call a couple of months later, and was said, we'd love you to um we'd love to offer you a 12-month contract doing uh sunday nights replacing brian hayes of all people who was just Mm. you know is another one of those people that was one of the um uh early uh kind of developers of this stuff and um and, I, and I, I, I got the gig. I started on, I think I st- my first show was on Christmas Eve. It was. First show was on Christmas Eve. So I was doing a lot of cover shifts over that Christmas. And first show was on Christmas Eve. And it was me and uh, the guy that would um, uh, become my producer later on, Agent Chris. Uh, he, uh, and he'd never produced a in show. I'd never hosted a in show on my own. And um, it was remarkable. We had three calls, I think, in three hours. It was a baptism of fire and i got through it and 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 um, i don't remember why i'm telling you this i've got no idea why i'm telling you this but there was a reason for it the dear. reason was because you
3: were you were the kid off the telly they they assumed that you'd that be able it. to do radio and it worked out that was
2: it, out, that was it. yeah 0344 uh, 499 1000 is the uh telephone number if you want to give us a call we won't take two or three sam we won't take two or three, I can see. But we will take, we will take line one. Good evening, Ian. Hello, mate. How are
5: you doing? Um, what have you got for us? I've just been listening, listening to you, right? okay, waffling on for the last, I don't know, five, seven minutes. It's a, Ian, it's a speech show hosted
3: oh, by no, two no, people no, I'm not, I'm not,
5: who like to talk. Listen, I'm, no, I'm, not do- I'm, I'm not doing you misjustice. Well, oh, waffling okay. on is a
3: bit rude, but crack on.
5: Okay. Well, listen. All right.
2: Okay. I was down at Cam Sound. Do you know what? Do you know what, Ian? Actually, I I'm, I don't want to listen. Okay. We don't then. Bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, I just thought. Um, I don't really want to listen to that guy. I don't really want to listen to that guy. <laughs> No. <laughs> don't there come are, on and be there rude. Ways,
3: there are ways and means of endearing <laughs> yourself and, and, and getting airtime, and we don't, don't have to give it to you. So don't be rude, man.
2: Don't come on and be rude for crying out loud. Oh, if we do the break now, we're back up into sync. 0344 499 You can listen on DAB. You can um, uh, listen online. You can also go and watch... Uh, at youtube.com slash Ian Lee if you want to. Uh, I've turned... Uh, yeah, come and have a... a, a enjoy say Lots of nice people. This is the Late Night
0: Alternative Weeknights from Tim with uh, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Oh, 0344 499 four, nine. is the telephone number. I just need to go to my list my list um okay let's try it let's try it uh let's go to okay (laughs) here's the thing when you when you say something on air i'm not even going to give them the oxygen not even going to give them the oxygen let's go to uh fiona good evening fiona evening ian
13: evening Hallelujah. Hey
2: Fiona, what you got for us?
13: Hi, um, I was watching on Twitch um, yesterday morning I think, and it was so good to see Alistair looking so well, wasn't it nice? Yeah, doesn't he look great? He's doing he well. absolutely fantastic, I'm so pleased with him.
2: Yeah, he's a good I, lad.
13: Yeah, I, I, I'm um, George's woman, so...
2: Oh hey, nice to talk to you, nice to talk yeah. to you.
13: So I just thought that I'd, I'd like to say that I'm so pleased that he's doing so well yeah
2: um, he's a good lad how are you good, doing you're right
13: yeah i'm a bit down but yeah. it's just a couple of weeks away from one year since
2: i lost him so gosh yeah that's uh that's sort of the, 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 those anniversaries um I, they don't get easier they 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 get different but it's always just uh, 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 not comparable really but i always forget my dad's death uh, um, anniversary and um, I'm, I'm always reminded and it's like a real slap in the face you know and that, this is seven years ago now I think so hang in there Fiona hang in there and oh, you um, won't ever,
13: ever forget I mean no another piece of your life then that's it yeah it, it's yeah. strange because I was estranged from my dad and he he died and when I found out it was my mum phoning up to say oh I think there's a rumour that your dad might be dead Oh, bloody and it hell. took another five days till the announcement in the newspaper, till I knew for sure. Yeah. So, uh, there we go. That's yeah, man. Different world entirely, but.
1: And yeah. I still don't
13: know how I feel about that. I mean, he's gone, but I don't know how to feel.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, does anyone know how to feel about anything, really? You know, it's. Uh, it's, uh, we're all just making this up as we go along.
13: Well, I, I got to the point where I really wanted to go and see him. And my oldest daughter had said she was going to go once she's 18. Um, I think my mum never stopped loving him. He'd been having an affair with a lady um, when my sister, he started it when my sister was two. And my sister's nine years older than I am. So um, he'd been with her for seven years before I even came along. And he stayed with her till he died. Um, but any time I went to go and see my mom and dad as well when I was eight, any time I went to go and see my dad, I'd go home and get punished by my mom. So I just stopped going. It it it, it just wasn't worth it. And I yeah. had a half brother, and I, I felt so bad for him because I, I did meet him um, after my dad passed and said that I was sorry. And he said to me in the end, my dad had started mentioning us again, especially my older brother. Um, and he couldn't do anything about it, he didn't know where anyone was. So, and I felt really sad for not going to see him because I could have let him know that it wouldn't have been worth it for the hassle to go off my mum. So, that was that.
2: that. Hmm. I know, I know. I, I didn't see um, when my mum and dad split up and. Uh, I didn't see. I decided to cut off in, in my dad's side of the family entirely, and I didn't go and see my. I never saw my grandparents again. I was I was fourteen or fifteen, and 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 that was a dumb decision. And I, I kind of wish my mum had talked me out of it, um, but um, but they they didn't. And there you go. You know, and and that was um, that was a terrible mistake. That was a terrible mistake.
13: Well, the strange thing was. When my mum and dad split up, all my dad's family, all my aunties and uncles, sided with my mum. Right. So I never lost contact with them. I didn't know my granny and granddad on my dad's side because they both passed before I was born. Yeah. I'm a very late baby of a couple of late babies, so... Well, I'm not even 50 yet. Most of my cousins are in their 60s Um, and have children that are ages with me, so... I am, um, yeah,
9: but it was just yeah so, yeah that's oh, no, nice bring
2: things down? no no, no, <laughs> no, no no,, no, you've not brought anything down at all at all at all. It's nice to talk to you, and thank you for sharing that I really um, I really appreciate that. Um, I tell you what, can we play this? I really want to hear this, if you can turn our mics off uh, Sam. let's have a little bit of this, shall we.
14: Too much bread, and we got into a fight She said I'm leaving and I let her go alone I felt so damn bad this morning I reached right for the phone And called her right away To beg her to forgive The phone rang once, the phone rang twice And then I heard her say Not knowing if she'd forgive me was tearing me apart I couldn't go on this way, I had to call again The phone rang once, the phone rang twice, and then I heard her say Instead, it was a friend who said that Joni's car had crashed. I never should have let her drive home angry from my place. I'd never hold her again and kiss that funny face, but still there was a way to hear her voice again. The phone rang once, the phone rang twice, and then I.
15: The greatest gift that I possess I thank the Lord that I've been blessed With more than my share of happiness To me this world is a wonderful place I'm the luckiest human in the human race I've got no silver and I've got no gold But I've got happiness in my soul Happiness to me is an ocean tide, a sunset fading on a mountainside. A big old heaven full of stars above, when I'm in the arms of the one I love. Oh, happiness, happiness, the greatest gift that I possess. I thank the Lord that I've been blessed with more than my share of happiness. Happiness is a field of grain, turning its face to the falling rain. I see it in the sunshine, breathe it in the air. Happiness, happiness everywhere. A wise old man told me one time, happiness is a frame of mind. When you go to measuring a man's success, don't count money, count happiness. Oh happiness, happiness, the greatest gift. That I possess I thank the Lord That I've been blessed With more than my share of happiness Oh, happiness, happiness The greatest gift that I possess I thank the Lord That I've been blessed With more than my share of happiness I got more than my share of happiness He could
2: sing, couldn't he, Catherine? He could, Ken Dodd. He could uh, sing he, he had he had a load
3: a load of hits. My grandparents were massive Ken Dodd singing fans. They said he yeah. had a lovely voice. And you, uh, my, I,
2: number micro- ones all over the place.
3: Yeah. And my granddad's measure of whether you were a good singer or not is whether you needed a microphone, and apparently Whoa. Ken Dodd <laughs> did not need a microphone.
2: <laughs> wow, gosh. Projecting. That's uh that's outrageous behaviour. Oh <clears> three <throat> four four. My gosh, I have a, uh, a frog in my throat. Is this it? Have I uh, have I got the COVID? Is that what's happening? My God, I hope <laughs> not. I hope not. 0344-499-1000 oh, four, 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 nine, nine, is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Good evening, Yvonne.
16: Hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine. Hi, um, Yvonne. Um, Catherine, um, Ian put something on Facebook that... About your drawings that you've just done in lockdown and stuff oh, like yeah.
17: that.
16: It's not a yeah. bit personal to me. And um, the one that resonated with me was the butterfly. But my uh-huh. question is, um, it's not a huge debate, but would you like to do a self-portrait or what?
3: picture children? No, um, honestly, no. Because it's a bit of fun, and I, f- I feel like that's too much pressure to do something as yeah. you know important as that. You know, uh, at this point, I'm just trying to find my feet, and I don't feel like I'm up to that yet. And it would take <laughs> away the fun of it.
2: Have you um, uh, done anything new or rediscovered any old skills, Yvonne, during all of this?
16: Well, I uh, I can't do a cartwheel. Um, oh. <laughs> I can fall off as some Um and, and I've been working through this lockdown, so I'm getting really annoyed at people that are going, oh, we've done the conservatory.
1: Yes. We've
16: done this, we've done, this, we've done that. And, and you know what? I'm trying not to be annoyed, but then I also am thankful that I, I am still working and being able to work from home. But I've got some neighbours that are furlonged and just like welling it up and I'm trying not to be annoyed.
2: It's really weird.
16: My head's really weird at the
17: moment.
2: It's all right if you haven't done anything during lockdown it's all right it's all right and i i do hope there's not going to be i'm sure there won't be a competition of people going well we're, well of course we uh w- w- we built a swimming pool in the back garden while uh while this was uh was going on i think you know I, if you if, 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 just surviving just getting out of bed is okay,
16: okay i packed all smoking like right, quit. there you go february but then probably put on a stone but then it doesn't matter but then everybody's, everybody's doing the Joe Wicks sort of... Not
2: a, not everybody, Yvonne, trust know. me. Not everybody.
3: I've got two kids. One of them does it. The other one, I mean, it's barely worth her standing up, to be honest. <laughs>
16: <laughs> I, don't know, I just don't know how to be or how to act. It's really weird because I kind of think I'm an okay person, you know, but it's just like how to be.
2: Just survive, Yvonne. Just get through to the other side. That's all we need to do, and we'll be alright. Call cool beans. Call cool okay. beans. Thank you, Yvonne. 3 44 1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's let's listen to one of our colleagues plugging their show, shall we? Ooh.
0: Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Ah, let's just breathe. Let's just exist for a second. Ah, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, 0344. Four. No, actually, Catherine, you, you trust me? Do you trust me, Catherine? Yeah, of course I do. Let's not take any phone calls for a while. Do you trust me? Yeah. You and me, we just have a chat. Sam, You, you I would love for, if you're... What, what does it sound like with your microphone open, Sam? Does it sound
12: nightmarish? I mean, it's a new microphone, so it should, should sound good.
2: Oh, now, oh, hang God. on one second. You're in the new studio. Yeah, it's prop, me, proper swanky. Describe it. Describe it. Well, because it's the TalkSport 2 studio. That's why they've
12: been living in luxury for the past uh, two years while we've been working in a dump. Describe it to me, please. <laughs> um, well, the studio seemed, it looks a little bit smaller. The control room's a lot bigger. Okay, that makes um, sense. But it, like to be honest, it's pretty much the same to be honest. It's just all new and swanky and clean. All new, swanky, clean. It
3: won't be by the time we get there. No,
12: oh, no,
2: definitely not. <laughs> um and what uh, do you you sent me a picture of a plastic Oh, that's partition. Gone worse since. So what,
12: so what is this, what is the, how is it COVID-19 free? So now, um, during the days there are four people sitting in the control room and we each are practically sitting in our own box, um, because yeah. there's partitions between everybody. So I've got one to my side to stop me from getting close to the producer and one behind me because the assistant producer sits behind me. They sh- they sh- I think they've introduced that not for COVID-19, but for some of the wandering hands people that work in that company. <laughs> no names, no pack drill. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's bonkers, because there's there's a few things which don't make sense. Because, like, mm. um, like, when we've got James on, both I and the producer need to talk to him, so we're both still reaching over and using the same control panel. Oh, God. It's funny. I mean,
2: fair play that they're trying. I, I, it, 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 I guess it's one of the slightly easier environments to make covid 19 accessible whatever the phrase is i don't know what the phrase is um but I, you know it, i i it's just nuts i don't know how anybody manages to make it work really but um is it uh
12: do you feel safe there sam um yeah i mean like they've they've done everything like, they're, they've closed one in four computers it's, it's, it's possible to. Come in and completely avoid everybody. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, from when I leave my house, I I can just not come into contact with a single human. So it's yeah, it's as safe as I can possibly be while still coming to work. I guess yeah yeah i don't know and it's not been mentioned i mean my contract runs out in in
2: i don't know what the date is maybe four weeks and there is still no word i mean i've been told they're going to renew it but that may just be them playing uh, a cute game i don't know but i but there's certainly been no mention of us coming back to the studio and part of me would like to think we never get asked back to the studio because we don't need it. And I just love the fact... I'm saving three hours in a car, about two hours there, an hour back. I'm saving that much time, and it makes my life so much easier, and it saves me a fortune in terms of petrol, and it, just the stress of not having to drive into London. But, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I'm part of me
12: thinks we, we, we're moving into a world now, aren't we, where we don't need studios anymore. This sounds... Yeah, my theory is that after going forward from this there's going to be loads more um, presenting from home because Mm. a lot of the time you wouldn't know. It sounds great. yeah. And, yeah, everyone's finding it so much more comfortable. Like, even James earlier on was saying the same thing as you. He's like, he's enjoying not having to drive in. He's fine at home. There are a couple of issues, but he he was saying that, like, maybe come in for three days and do it from home for a couple but also i mean
2: on a practical level they've extended the they've made the congestion charge more expensive they've made it later so it would impact on me. that's 300 quid a month um it, it just seems like why uh, do you know what I'm, no i won't say that on there i was going to say something that may um, damage my contract negotiation so i won't <laughs> I'll, I'll say it afterwards um but um, it just it just doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever to have studios anymore i've been asked to do um one of those talking heads uh uh things for a show for channel five right and my i said to my agent okay how are they gonna do it he said well they've said to me you film yourself at home remotely and i thought do you know what i, I would normally say no to this but i'm gonna say yes there's a few quid um, and because I just want to see how they do it I just want to, is someone going to come in? I heard when james o 'Brien was doing um, have I got news for you that that um, some people came around in in kind of like hazmat suits um, into his living room while he was out and installed a camera and a remote device and then they left and then he came in and you know and so i'm wondering are they going to do that am i going to film it on my phone am i um going to um (laughs) am i going to do it on my laptop i don't i don't know so i've said yes to find out exactly how they're doing it be interesting
3: things are changing things are changing will it end up being cheaper for them if everyone's, you know, well, does yeah. save from home? Well, I would have thought so. You, you,
2: you don't need it, uh, you know, however much that's, you don't need those expensive studios. You don't, everything is, it, everything is going to change massively. And um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of cool with a lot of those changes. I'm, I'm dreading getting the phone call saying, okay, well, that was fun. Uh, if you could start coming back into the studio as of next Monday, you know, it's mm. going to be, uh, jeez, okay, we'll see. <laughs> let's, let's take a quick break. Oh, 03. Uh, no i'm not giving up the number because i just thought well, let's have a chat i'm not spoken to i'm not seeing sam for well god I, t- two months nearly th- three months maybe so let's just have a little chat certainly up until midnight um so so if you're calling put the phones down we appreciate your calls we, we will maybe after midnight we might take a few calls um but until then let's just let the three of us have a little chat please this is the late night alternative weeknights from 10 with ian and kath now with sam on talk radio
0: late night ian lee on talk radio
1: um
2: so catherine we're gonna oh, no i'm not gonna talk about that actually Let I me. Mean, let's not um let's not talk about that right now we'll talk about that a little bit uh later on oh i'll tell you um i was i was an idiot today can i talk about that oh, let's talk about that yeah I was an idiot today. Uh Sam you know we were doing some rabbit hole shows and um we managed we had a whole tour uh booked up before there was a coronavirus. Yeah. And we managed to do one. We managed to do one of the shows in the uh tour and it was in Cardiff on March the 8th at the fantastic Glee Club there. And it was uh, it wasn't the biggest selling thing, it was about 65 people and uh, um something like that and um it was uh it was a really nice show and it was the kind of i was not isn't it funny Catherine? i made a point of not hugging or having physical contact with anybody i may have hugged someone and you were kind of uh, still hugging people and uh, cause yeah. we stick around after the shows and talk to people and you were still um hugging people and um yeah. and i and did you think i was being oversensitive, or did you think I was doing a thing? Um, Excuse me, just typing ma- away here in the background. Maybe a bit, maybe a bit of both. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Right. It was
3: still, it was still very kind of. Um, we were still joking about corona weren't we at that point yeah, it was like yeah. oh look at this this is what's gonna happen it's all gonna oh god it's gonna be terrible um we won't be able to you know. do you remember when the cleaners started doing the sort of um rather than hugging doing the sort of um leg, the foot leg shake
2: the foot kicks <laughs> and that and was the a bomb bit of fun <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
3: and that was a bit of fun and we didn't like, never for one second thought it was going to end up
2: vi- like this i mean who yeah. did well
3: scientists and well some and people did
2: yeah, some people did, um, and I didn't to start with, but I I, I certainly did before you, uh, before yeah. you. I, it beca- I became um, the thing that swung it for me. I was swinging anyway, but the thing that really swung it for me was Daryl Morris, who does the show after us, when he came in quite early on, and um, he mopped down the studio with um, disinfectant wipe, and I laughed. But then almost immediately after laughing, I started thinking, actually, no, that, hmm, ah, there, there's something there. There's something there. And I then, the next uh, two days later, I tried to um, um, get some wipes and stuff. And uh, that was the point. Someone messaged me a week ago saying, Oh, I've been listening to some of the old shows, either the, the full shows or the podcast. Yeah. And you've just, Said that the UK has had its first coronavirus death. That seemed like a lifetime. But doesn't that seem like mm. sixty thousand people ago? You know, it's a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it, it, it's it's a it's uh, such a weird old. Time, but yeah. So sorry, I was going off the thing. So we had we did this gig in in uh, in in Cardiff, and I thought I'm terrible at sending invoices, and I didn't send the invoice for a month. So I sent it on April the sixth, I think. The show was on March the eighth, and I sent it on April the sixth. And as I sent it, it was everything was starting. The world was starting to change, and I thought, hmm, maybe I should have sent this a little bit earlier. Um, And I emailed them today to chase up the money so just has this been paid yet when can we expect it and uh you know this is six weeks later and they said ah they replied ah we haven't got the money to pay you we are expecting a loan in two weeks time we will pay you in full then we will make the we will make the payment in full then Mm. and i went mental like I, i got properly angry in a because my head is a bit up and down at the moment anyway but also in an old-fashioned, I've not been paid. I've not. We worked. They took money, and we have not been. I got proper working-class labour. I want my money, and was unable to um, see the bigger picture. And I did what is always a bad mistake for me, and I got to stop it. I was upstairs in bed. It was this afternoon, and um, I sent a tweet from bed. Tweets from bed, Sam and Catherine, for me, never go well. They never go well. It's a a bad thing to do because my head is not in the right space. So I sent a tweet that was snarky that said, oh, looks like the Glee Club aren't going to pay us for the show that we did on the 6th of March and blah, 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 blah. And, mm. um, and 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 then we obviously we got a lot of support from people and then I thought I should clarify it and so I said well they they say that they're getting a loan but I don't believe it and it just sucks um and then I went to sleep and I woke up an hour later and I'd had quite an angry email I was quite angry from the guy that runs the glee club basically um oh kenmore piss off (laughs) if you listen to the story kenmore you'll see where it's going do i have to do i have to mute you every night yes it appears i do you absolute melt of a human being listen telling a story jeez um he sent a very angry email saying this is the last thing i needed I got landlords asking for money i got staff that are furlonged i'm using the word furlonged now because two people have tonight um and you go out and publicly shame me shame me thanks thanks a bloody lot for that so i'm still in bed right sending emails in bed not a good thing for me and so i wrote a really angry email back saying i didn't shame you i'm just angry it was a knee-jerk reaction and you need to effing calm down or something like that. The F word was in there. I was quite angry. And at this point, I still felt justified. Then a few minutes later, I sent another email saying I, 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 that was let, 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 can, can we start again? Can we be friends and start again? And then and this is the problem with being in recovery is I know I, I always know or I eventually remember what the right thing is to do. And I hate it. I hate it. I wish I could be one of those people that could fire off an angry email and then just spend the next six weeks going, screw that guy, (laughs) or even forget about it. And I can't, and I know what the right thing is to do, and I hate it. And so I looked at his email, and his phone number was there, and I was like, oh, God, I've got to phone this guy up. I've got to phone this guy up. I'm completely in the wrong here. I'm, I'm coming at this... Yeah, yeah, if this were a year ago and these were normal circumstances, yeah, then I would have every right to be angry and pissy at not being paid, you know, d- 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 but this is not, this is, we are not living in the normal. I'm in the wrong here. And, uh, I phoned him up. I phoned the guy up and I said, um, hello, it's Ian Lee. <laughs> he went, Oh, hello. <laughs> He's a really nice guy. <laughs> we're both, Oh, hello. I went. Hmm. i've I've, I've got i'm i'm so sorry you're right i'm wrong i would have liked to have been told that there was going to be a delay in payment that's what i was angry at you know that i had to chase it up and there I, i would have preferred it if you'd have reached out but that tweet was snarky that email was unnecessarily aggressive you must be going through an absolute nightmare right now with with all they've got like i don't know six seven eight venues and they're good venues the glee club is a great comedy club um i said you must be going through an absolute nightmare i am the last thing you want is some idiot chasing you for i think it's 600 quid you know it ain't in the great scheme of things it ain't a lot of money uh, c- uh, can i afford to lose 600 quid yeah probably you know i'd rather not it hurts but yeah i can probably swallow it if i have to um, and, uh, he was really, really gracious. He was really gracious. And I said, Look, I'm going to delete the tweets and I'll go and write a nice tweet. And I'm sorry if this started to pile on. And, um, and we chatted about the future of live comedy and venues. And he told me how he's getting bank loans and overdrafts and all of this stuff. And he's had to, he said, he's had to lay off a hundred, well, I think they're furloughed 140 staff and he's down to about six. And, um, uh it was it was a real <laughs> i'm getting really good at spotting my messes quite early on and cleaning them up the next the next step is to not get into those messes but so i just want to say this on air Th- those t- t- tweets about the glee club they were unnecessary yeah i was pissed off about not getting 600 quid who wouldn't be but that was an old fashioned. that was that was an anger that may have been righteous six months ago but in a world where live venues are, are... We'll be lucky if we have any live venues in a year. Ah, you know, we did a nice show. We got to meet some nice people. Um, me and Kath had a laugh. You had a laugh. OK, we, we lost a few quid. It doesn't really matter. Um, so I apologise publicly to the Glee Club. I think they're great venues. Um, and uh, fingers crossed when this is cleared up. Hopefully, we can go back and do some shows there. But my oh God, Catherine, what a day! What a day! Mm,
3: yeah, it's been a bumpy ride, hasn't it? This last sort of week or so.
2: Yeah, tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here we go. Well, here's, here's, a, here's a tweet you just don't get it. You always do this. If I knew I was despised by many, I wouldn't give them more reasons to hate me. I guarantee, guarantee everyone's switching out now after the way you treated that small business well it's not a small business it's a really really huge business actually and that's and that's partly the problem it's a really really huge business um and what's interesting is you seem to have missed the part of the the story where i humbly apologized and the chap the only person who had the right to be angry with me a- a- acknowledged why I was angry and-, and he apologized for upsetting me and we were cool. That's, that's the story <laughs> that you may have missed. I don't know if you, how you missed that part of the story. If you want to focus on the bit with me being a self confessed dick, which I was, I was completely out of order. If you want to focus on that bit, then, then do. I think that says more about you than it does about me. Uh, th- for me, the, the, the interesting part of the story is, is a man realizing he's, he's wrong and um, apologising, apologising in public, and also having the decency to phone the guy up and apologise privately.
3: Gosh, imagine being a dick on Twitter. <laughs> Tweeter. Imagine.
2: I mean, that's, 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 what it's, that's what the story was for me. But if you want to focus on that, then please, please do. If it, if it helps um, your image of me being a selfish so-and-so, I am so cool with that. I am so cool with that, honestly. Um so
12: uh yeah so that was my day. Um how's your day been Sam? <laughs> Standard. I'm just kick, like kicking around and not doing an awful lot during the days which I love. <laughs> just right. playing games, watching films, the usual. <laughs> but you're so you're at home with your parents. Yeah, mum, dad uh, sister girlfriend. Uh, uh, right. Your
2: girlfriends there. Yes. Oh hello. I I say. Things have moved up a pace since we were in there. <laughs> I don't remember you asking us for our opinion on this, sir. Um I don't care about your opinion, mate. Do you ever think of that?
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: He's Catherine. He's finally learnt the way. <laughs> it's time to let him be free. <laughs> um, frustrating, though. I mean, there. The, 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 I have frustrations of living on my own. In I'm incredibly lonely. Um, but but, how are you all getting on?
12: Crowded into a house together. <laughs> I mean, it's all right a lot of the time. Um, on on good days, my sister and my dad do not get along. Oh, there's there, there's just always heat between the two of them. So the little things that each of them does just annoys the other person. Yeah, and obviously when you're you're sort of stuck inside, normally the thing to do would be for one of them just to get up and leave, but you can't really. Achieve no, that there's, too There's hard. nowhere to there's nowhere to storm off to. No, at the moment, exactly. Um, but it's actually it's not been as bad as I was expecting it to be. Um, it, it's it's rare to have a day when there isn't a door slammed or right. a raised voice. But that that you, I'm just used to that because that's just standard living.
1: <laughs> yeah.
12: Wow. Well. But um, yeah, no, it's okay. We're we're still we're we're all having fun because um, like we have our standard weekend things now so be everyone's productive in the morning but then uh, by sort of two three in the afternoon we're all out in the garden and just having a chat a couple of drinks and then we'll have like a family quiz or whatever in the evening i've not done any family quizzes
2: <clears throat> we know that Catherine um has been banned from family quizzes not because <laughs> she wins them it's just because she's <laughs>
12: miserable um, <laughs> them. We've gone, it's, it's awkward at the minute so before just before this all kicked off one of my yeah. uncles moved out to liberia um, for a job and he's wow. there yeah he's locked down we think he's a secret agent because w- what he does makes no sense yeah <laughs> but basically he's locked down in a hotel with like 10 other people and um so we've uh, as a big family decided to do a quiz and he said well i'm glad like, it's okay if i invite these nine other people nine ten other people to, to join in and we're like yeah yeah fine um and it was all right at first but recently they've they've sort of been annoying us. So, like, right. what the, the big one was that last weekend my sister did the quiz, and um, it, they're all the time just um, jumping in and saying that her answers aren't right and just pick, <laughs> picking holes in it. Well, and hang on, is she, is she giving incorrect answers? Well, she's... So, the, the biggest one, which was hilarious, so one of them's a vet, and one of her questions was what colour is a giraffe's tongue? Um, her answer was black, which when you Google it, it says black, and all the pictures, they're black, but this vet was adamant that it was blue and wouldn't allow the answer oh. to be anything else and um at that point i just snapped because <laughs> it's like i wow. i didn't say it as badly as i was thinking because what i was thinking was okay you're not part of this family you're only Ooh. here because oh my god it's gone <laughs> tribal <laughs> i know oh my god but i said i, just, I basically just said to them, um, can you not this is you know our family quiz just can you just not argue they've made something for you to enjoy if you don't like it leave i i'm <laughs> going to be honest i've googled That's... it and it's it's come up as their blue yeah, it, that's the thing. So afterwards, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Afterwards, we were you kicked we, off, and you were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it was, yeah, it was, just, it was just it's a it's a tough time, and
2: and yeah. everybody's going through something, and you know it, the the fact that we haven't all murdered each other, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe everyone has murdered each other. I don't know, um, but the, the fact that we haven't murdered each other um is is an achievement in itself i think there's there's there's, there's something uh in that all right listen let, let, let's have a a little breaking uh, breakington um well we'll take some phone calls i think maybe after uh the news i think we can do that if you want to give us a call which is it's nice chilled out thursday show um if you want to give us a call you can about anything we've talked about well, we've talked about um, families and quizzes and Zoom and, and the coronavirus and life and losing your temper and apologizing and making amends and all of those wonderful, wonderful things that make us human um, and, and, you know, make us wonderfully, perfectly imperfect. Um, 499 is the telephone number. It's really, really simple. If you've never called before, now is a great time. Uh, you phone up. You'll speak to Sam. He's a nice guy uh he will take your name and your number and he'll call you back doesn't even need to know what you want to talk about it really is that simple it, it costs you pennies to call up um and then we call you straight back oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number just to let you know we have got a 14 second delay we're not streaming on youtube at the moment because i've got a, a problem with my internet which is fine um but so if you if you swear or you say something libelous it gets dumped and it, it, it doesn't get broadcast 0344 is the telephone number this is the late night alternative weeknights from 10 with ian and kath and tonight with sam on talk radio late
0: night ian lee on talk radio
1: There's nowhere in the world that I would rather be than with you, my love. And there's nothing in the world that I would rather see than your smile, my love.
2: Some song in it, Kath.
3: Something else. Is that the Brotherhood of Man? Yes, yes.
2: (laughs) And it's flipping amazing.
3: Yeah,
2: I I discovered that. Big American group or something. Oh, it's wonderful. It's lush. It's a little bit sickly. There's that bit in the chorus where the chords go where you don't quite expect it to go. Oh my God! Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Loved it. Loved
3: it Where'd you find football? that? Is that one of your Spotify suggestions?
2: Spotify, yeah, Spotify every Monday they it turns out they make me a little playlist um and there's some gems in there, there's some stinkers, there's some obvious stuff, and then there are some absolute gems hidden away. Hey, I've been struggling with you know we had a you and I had a fail safe method to mm. get Tesco deliveries.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm struggling with it. It's not working for me anymore. It's not yeah, it's working I, for you, isn't
3: it? I had a, well it wasn't. I was a bit worried. I thought that the the glory days were over. Um and that everyone had got wise to it. Um but yeah, I I found it at the right time today and managed to get a slot. But uh, they're not as um plentiful as they once were.
2: Yeah, and then um I made I got cocky. I was on there and I was offered it uh, it was either delivery or a collection. Did I tell you it was a delivery? Did I I yeah. tell, it was a delivery. And it was, and i it, it was a delivery, and I hummed and I hoard, uh thinking, what, I, I don't let me just look at the next day, and I looked at the next day, none there. I went back to that day, it was gone oh it was when, gone will you learn so, so the best I've got is a click and collect in asda um about thirty five minutes away from me uh okay. in a week or so, so that's not so bad. That's not, actually you know i told you i went shopping the other day and um it was it was all right it was, there's an asda near me and quite often i've driven past there and there have been no queues and i just timed it right and i went and had a nice little shopping shoppington yeah. and i'm Good. also I'm looking forward to wearing my face mask beautiful i haven't worn it yet. To... i'm looking forward to it
3: you've got the um superhero one yeah right, superheroes
2: okay. yeah gotcha yeah. superheroes Superiors.
3: well excellent um, excellent yeah. and now both children have got them so you don't have to choose which one's your favorite that day
2: <laughs> i'm not going to isn't it funny i'm not going to take the kids to the supermarket ever again i no, don't think don't, i don't think don't need, don't need to, to. don't and um both my kids are now old enough That my youngest who's, who's a nervous little um petal said the other day um do you think you could leave me at home one day on my own i went oh yeah and i went yeah okay Sure. In fact, I've left him at home a couple of times with his elder brother while I've just popped out for 10 minutes or so. Uh, And that's a big step. That's a big step for him. So um, that's exciting. I got to um, do some homeschooling today and and I've got it tomorrow. And I I know that in the live assembly tomorrow, my youngest is going to get a special mention for his science project. So that's yeah. that's really exciting, and he got two he house He doesn't know. Today. That's
3: why we're whispering. He
2: doesn't know that yet, and I just know he finds the zoom in the assembly. He can't be seen or heard. It's really nice. The headmaster and the deputy mistress. Um, they they do like a, every Friday. They do a live. Assembly And it's really sweet, and they do it really, really nicely, actually, and they're standing two metres apart, and one will speak, and then we'll kind of step back, and the other steps forward, and they they do birthdays, and they mention people and stuff like that. Um, uh, But my youngest finds those uncomfortable. He also finds the Zoom... We're really lucky. His school have just started, I think it's this week, maybe it's the week before. They've just started, uh, and, and, and those calls I can see, you, I'll come to you in a second, um, having like a little class with the teacher on Zoom so that everyone can be seen and you're allowed to chip in and, and, and stuff like that. And he hates it. Really, really, really hates it. Really hates it. And I've, I've, I've not made a big deal of it because I don't want it to be a big deal. And I think the thing – I think I've found out that the, the thing that worries him is not being able to leave the meeting at the end. I think he's worried about being stuck there at the end.
3: Gosh.
2: Yeah, and so I said to him, he's doing it on my laptop. I said, well, you know which button you need to press? He said, yeah, but I'm worried it won't work. I said, okay. Well, I've got a really simple way around this. Would you like me to show you? It's it's fail-proof. Fail-proof, is that? Fail-safe. Fail-safe, fool-proof, fail-safe. He said, what's that? And I just closed the laptop. I said, that's all you've got to do. He said, no, I'll still be in the meeting. I said, no, you won't. He said, no, you won't. All you've got to do, try and click the button first. that doesn't work, close that. He said, are you sure? I said, I'm absolutely sure that will get you out of that meeting. And that's given him a little bit more confidence. But he sits there frozen (laughs) and terrified. It's a strange thing to see because he's a, you know, he's a, go on.
3: I was going to say it sounds strange but actually i was that kind of kid i think that would worry about getting it wrong and worry about you know um, embarrassed being embarrassed and yeah i think i probably get it
2: yeah no i get it i get it and um, it's just funny that the the strange things that i consider we consider to be insignificant yeah can be huge for yeah. for, for other people and it's not just kids it's, it's for other people
3: well, yeah, and you've got to remember that this is a kid who can't go to the loo at school without asking permission. Yeah. So to be left in full oh. control of whether he's in there or not, that's a big well, thing.
4: I don't
2: think I help. I, I, normally I leave him do it, but today I was in the kitchen cleaning up, and every time, every time somebody said something, I became the kid at the back of the class <laughs> um, <laughs> making snide comments. which doesn't really help. But my kids today, you know... Um, come in and ask him hello it's me isn't it is Is that you hello you up is that you creaking
3: it's creaky floorboards oh okay sorry i thought someone says creeping
1: around
2: and um they come and ask me daddy am i allowed to have a packet of crisps yeah um it okay if i just go to the toilet yeah dad it's it's what i love it yeah they asked
3: permission to go to the toilet yeah oh gosh You've got in? them well-trained.
2: Well, that, I I've, only found out go, mine are in
3: the toilet when I... Well, normally the door's wide open. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, I've got I've got given the key to go in there and they've got to give me the ten pence. Right, let's, <laughs> let's, let's try. Let's try. Let's try. Although, you know, uh, all, all hands on deck. Uh, all hands okay. on the pump. Let's go to Julian. Good evening, Julian.
6: Hello, guys. I wanted to say well done for the way you dealt with the drunk chat last night and ask you, is it true there's a new... Regulation that states audibly drunk people must not be on air. Is that true?
3: Um, Define regulation.
6: Yes. Well, I, okay. Someone mentioned it to me because at the weekend I was in Hyde Park and I recognised someone by their voice. They are radio famous.
8: Wow. It was yeah.
6: It was Ken from the Highlands. Oh the well, God! He's yeah. been
2: doing the rounds, hasn't he? Yes. Yes.
6: Yeah. And uh, he he was at the anti lockdown protest where Piers Corbyn was arrested. Yeah. But I think he just happened to be there anyway and was wearing some kind of uh, the end is nigh uh, sandwich. He's got a sandwich board, hasn't he? Yeah. He has, yeah. But I've never seen him before. I just recognise the voice. He pops up
2: on the telly quite a lot. He's often at the back of. That that square at Parliament, um, where they you, you see him in the back of news reports and stuff, yeah.
6: Wow, wow. Well, it's quite an achievement to be radio famous, and I, I <laughs> recognise him. Did you did you go <laughs> and speak to him? Yeah, I said, excuse me, I have to ask, are you Ken uh, from the Highlands? And he was like, hey that's me for sure." But they don't let me on the radio anymore. I'm yeah. banned.
2: That's because and, we hate um, Jesus, of course. That's that's the reason. Yeah. We hate Jesus. And someone
6: else suggested it's because there's a new policy or rule, I don't know what, if it's from Ofcom, that oh. says intoxicated people must not be on air. I thought maybe you might know more. Oh, you think a this, is a, this is a big a, a big
2: actual rule? Oh, God, no. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, but then we uh, would say okay. that, wouldn't we? We would say that. Well, no, well, Catherine and I have, 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 have personally um, yeah. decided that we are going to give drunk people the swerve on on this show because not completely there will be exceptions but I couldn't verbalise what those exceptions will be they will be felt um, sure. but it's boring
6: it's really boring yeah. for for so the you listeners it, you did it very tactfully and and he was sort of coming round yeah it was a great bit of radio last that,
2: well 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 thank yeah. you but no there is there is no. Um, dictum, dictum or dictate dictum okay. from from yeah. Ofcom or from our bosses or from anybody that drunks are not allowed on the radio um, uh, and uh, or you know the, I just don't like I also yeah. don't like religious extremists of any sure. hue to, so to sure. speak. Go on Kath uh,
3: The drunk thing, it, it's, it's less to do with the fact that they're drunk and more to do with um, if there were to be a complaint afterwards we would have to justify why we put someone on who was, I mean, or, or arguably not able to defend themselves,
17: oh, or not okay. responsible for their
3: actions? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. when it starts to get tricky with Ofcom. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, thankfully, Touchwood, Ofcom get this show and they understand oh, what yes. we're trying to do, and yeah. uh, and they know that we, for the most part, we we know what
2: we're doing. Wow. Hey, nice one. Hang on, hang Thank on. You. Why were you? Why were you there? Were you
6: supporting the anti-lockdown protest? I was actually filming it during my one-hour exercise, although you can uh, exercise for as long as you want now. I I used to attend Speaker's Corner a lot and interview a lot. Oh, I yeah, love really Speaker's Corner.
3: Isn't it true that you're not allowed to film at Speaker's Corner?
6: That's correct. Technically, you're not, but everyone does it. Yeah, been, you're not, because we
2: cool. went there when we were doing one of our games of Tag in High Park. I love Speaker's okay. Corner. I used to go a lot when I was in my early 20s, mm. and I hadn't been for, well, for probably about 20 years, and it was it was primarily on the day that we went very angry um bald white men arguing about pakistani um child rapists um there was a, there was a lot of that and you when you question jimmy savile or members of the catholic priesthood who had committed these crimes you were dismissed out hand as being on the yeah. side of of pedophiles um and i was i recorded some of them and um they you know said you're not allowed to record and i and i looked it up and you're 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 certainly not um mm-hmm. but you're right everybody does and i did try and get in touch with with whoever owns speaker's corner to try and record there and, and is it royal
3: parks is that who it Yeah
2: was? I think so well we weren't we weren't even supposed to be recording the game of tag mm. uh, that we did and we and we did but yeah they they the the, the hoops that they wanted us to jump through it was it, it was just impossible and it's a shame because imagine julian yes. if we could go if there were records of speaker's corner for the last 60 years and no, we could go right it, it
6: is all on YouTube. Sad, like, sadly, it's all on YouTube. And I used to do that myself. My, I brought my channel up there and got thousands of views from it. But I got so sickened by it and the toxic environment, as you say, the racism or the yep. Islamic extremism. Yep, yep, yes, that as well, like yes. Earth extremism. Everyone who goes there has just got a one-track mind. And I wasn't getting any sort of decent conversation anymore. So that I just upsets that me about
2: it, it. The thing that really upsets me about it now is they break the fundamental fundamental rule. And I think this is still a rule of the park. Mm. You're mm. supposed to be stood on a box. There Aren't are you supposed people. to be like... You're supposed you to be, be raised
17: eight, off the eight
2: inches off the ground or something. It's very specific. And nobody was. And that really upset me because without that really tiny little rule... It's just people arguing in a huddle. It's just people arguing in a huddle, and you can do that anywhere. You need that person eight inches taller than everyone else who is leading it so that they, you know, it becomes a different um confrontation yeah. then. But, um yeah. Hey, nice one, Julian. What was the Not vibe fun. like down at the... Because I know that there was an anti-lockdown protest yeah. planned, I think, in Glasgow, and it turned out it was... Um, Organised by a far right, Ingl- uh, it wasn't the EDL, but it was, it was the, mm. a far right Britain First type organisation. What was the vibe like at this one?
6: The vibe w- wasn't far right. I mean, it was being led by Piers Corbyn, who's the brother of Jeremy, and is, of course, far gone, I suppose, would be
2: the case there, yes.
6: Yeah, well, he's lo- I've had a few chats with him, and he's a lovely guy. Some of yeah. his views are pretty much out there, but he's obviously from the left or would uh, describe himself as such so it was more of a uh, hippie sort of vibe uh, you might say but this, this whole issue has been, has been made out to be a left versus right, people on the right toting guns in America want the lockdown lifted now and yeah. people on the left want it to last forever, surely the truth has got to be somewhere in the middle as usual
2: as usual hey julian nice to talk to you man thanks nice very much Nice one, thank see you see you later on cheers. cheers 0344 499 1000 is the phone number i should dig out i've got i do you not know, i probably don't have that recording of um uh, speaker's corner anymore i've got a book on speaker's corner it's a fascinating place fascinating mm. um let's take a quick break this is the late night alternative on talk radio
0: late night ian lee on talk radio
9: Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Let us go to. Let's go to John. Let's try John. Good evening, John.
18: Good evening, Ian, and good evening, Catherine. John, what kind of view? It um, actually relates back to last Friday. Um, several things actually. You had a guy on who was um, a self-confessed clutterer.
2: Oh yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, well remembered. Yeah.
18: Um, and I just wanted to say that I think that possibly the reason that some people may have become like that is if their parents were um, people who sort of um, struggled to survive during the war when there yeah. was lots of lots of shortages of things, and I can remember with my own parents that they were sort of really really scrapped for cash um, and when they sort of um, used to do things, they if um, anything was left over, it was never sort of thrown away because you didn't know if you were going to be able to get another piece to replace it. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's and like the waste uh, not, want not thing.
18: Yeah, that's right, and I think that that's probably fil- filtered down into um, some people. I mean, I know with m- I know with myself that I've um, inherited some of those traits. Um, but I'm not quite as bad as what that guy is as far as being a, you know, a total clutterer. Yeah. Um, but then I've got a friend who's the, the total opposite. I mean, um, anything that hasn't been used for like two or three weeks, um, it's no longer needed and it has to go over the tip. It, it's, just, it's, uh, it's just unbelievable. uh... that
3: that kind of upsets me because I was brought up probably by the kids of that generation you're talking about and it's uh, if you've got something you look after it I still you know for the most part if I buy like an electrical thing it takes I've only just started getting rid of the boxes I always used to keep the boxes in case anything went wrong with it you know you always had the guarantee all that stuff and I'm starting to loosen up a little bit like that but I do look after things and it really kills me to throw something out that's not broken or unused it it, that oh god no i couldn't i couldn't
18: yeah i mean i I went over and i put up um an external led light on the front of his garage at the front of his house for him and um as soon as the lamp had come out of the box he um he crushed the box up and and threw it all away and then six months later there was a fault on the lamp And, of course, he he got me to um, go back and uh, refit another one. So I said to him, what did you do with the bill? And he said, oh, I ditched it with the box. So I said, well, look, do yourself a favour. It looks like there might be a fault in this batch of lights. This time, put the bill in the empty box and go and put your empty box up in the loft so that you're not tempted to throw it away. And then if the light goes kaput again... You've got the box, and you've got the bill, and we can take it back, and we can get a new one. And he looked at me, and I said, don't argue with me, just, just go and do it. Put it up in the loft now, and he won't throw it away. And sure enough, six months down the line, the light went again, and he, he was sitting there with the box and the bill, sort of all proud. Like and we, we, we took the light down, went back to Sprufix, and they gave us another one. But it's just... Um, an obsession that mm. anything that's empty or not been used, he, he's just got to get rid of it. And he he, um, he comes round my place sometimes, and mm. he, um, he he goes, and I can see he's all edgy and twitchy, and he, he wants to pick something up. And you know, you don't really need this, do you? Well, let, you know, let's throw it away. And then <laughs> he tries his head. John,
2: thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, Steve and John, stay there. Going to come to you uh, in a second, and Niall as well. 0344-499-1000 um, is the uh, telephone number. So how are you finding homeschooling,
3: Um Not too...
2: Oh, Catherine? My God, we've lost her. Sam, are you still there? Maybe it's me that's gone.
12: No, I'm still here. She's just Where gone. Did she th-
2: <laughs> maybe she's finding it maybe she's finding it more stressful than um we thought. Should I give her a call? Um, th- let's, let's phone her up. Hang on a second. Oh god. I shouldn't have mentioned uh I shouldn't have mentioned homeschooling. That was it. Uh. Be with you in a second, Nile. Kath's been murdered. Okay, fine. (laughs) What on earth has happened there? Oh, man. Oh, man, alive. Let's just enjoy... Before we go to Nile. let's just enjoy a moment's
12: peace. A nice little bit of peace on the radio. I think so she could still be talking, and...
2: She probably is she probably is it just doesn't know knowing Catherine she probably is that's what I miss I tell you what because because Kath came around last week to do um the show it just dawned on me that's the first in about however long this has been eight weeks no I don't I've got I've got no idea I'll be with you in a second now um absolutely no idea but it's the first time I've sat down and had a conversation with an adult. I've spoken to my ex when I picked the kids up. I mean, How are you doing? Everything all right? Um, and obviously, we chat on here and, and I, I speak to Kath on, on WhatsApp and stuff. No, you're out, Catherine. She's just messaging me. Am I still on? No, you're out. <laughs> she, you're right. She was talking. Um, and uh, it, it just dawned me that's the first time I've actually sat down face to face with uh, an adult and um had a, a, a proper conversation it's just been insane let's take a quick break while we try and get cath back this is uh, talk radio
0: late night ian lee on talk radio
2: sam where are we she's
12: dead not dead that will be terrible terrible you um, you caused it what did I, what did i do you brought up stress and then it obviously just caused her room to explode
2: <laughs> let's go to nile let's go to nile in a minute um uh, if you do want to give us a call we're here at, well, hang on what day is it today it's thursday so that's daryl is coming up um uh at one o'clock and i'll uh yeah okay so Daryl's coming up afterwards um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand if um you uh want to give us a call no doubt you'll be speaking to daryl's producer as well will you sam and explain some of the technical issues that we've had thank you very much indeed i'm just messaging and saying we've uh we've lost katherine for a little bit um so they got that um oh my god what was that jesus what was that what happened I think it was a daddy long legs. I think it was. Oh, it's a daddy long legs. Go! I just grabbed it and squashed it in my bare hand. That is oh no, it's still
12: alive. Go, Jesus, go away. Go away. I'm surprised none of your cats got that.
2: I don't know where the cats are. Absolutely no idea. They might be there might be asleep with um they might be asleep upstairs with the uh the boys. I'm really tempted just, really tempted for the last 30 minutes before we, uh, there we go, got it, go away, go away, before we go to Nile, to just, um, just chill
12: out for a little bit,
2: just to relax, it's been very stressful,
12: um, it stress, it makes rooms explode.
2: It makes rooms explode. Um, do you need to do you need to go and talk to Because I can carry this on my own for a bit if you need to go I'm off here. and do Oh God, what happened to you? Internet went down, innit? not did Isn't
3: it? Yeah. Surprised what? it hasn't happened before. You know what my internet's like.
2: Yeah. It's bit it's surprisedly it's worked alright, hasn't it?
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Ah, we'll
2: Until go to Nile. in a minute We'll go to Nile in a uh, um, uh, Hang on, let me, just, let me just put him on the right line Okay, we'll go to Nile in a second We've got Steve as well waiting to come on You can uh, join us if, you, uh, if you'd like to I like this kind of laid back Kind of nice, relaxed vibe I think maybe this is something we should be heading towards more often I think that's what we uh um we need to do. Just nice and chilled. Mm-hmm. Just nice and chilled and um, relaxing.
3: No need to get stressed. Yeah. Did you hear about NASA's found um a parallel universe where time goes backwards?
2: Shut the front door. Hang on a minute. Why did we why was why did we not boot Robbie Vincent off and kick <laughs> off
4: the show with that? It's
10: brilliant, isn't it? Hang on. Yes. Find it.
3: Yeah. Uh, hang on. I thought it was, here we go, parallel universe next two hours.
17: Of
2: course oh, it is. Would well, it's be parallel. parallel, wouldn't it?
17: Yeah.
2: It says... Say there now. I'm going to come to you after this, mate.
3: NASA scientists have detected evidence of a parallel universe. Um, next to ours, again, a tautology there, but never mind, it's the Daily Star, where all rules of physics seem to be operating in reverse. Fans of sci-fi and comic books have known all about parallel universes since the early 60s. Well, maybe not all about parallel universes, (laughs) but while (laughs) physicists have been debating since 1952 whether we actually live in a multiverse where quantum science pioneer Erwin Schrödinger gave a lecture that he himself admitted might seem lunatic, there's been little evidence so far of dimensions beyond our own. But now a cosmic ray detection experiment has found... A cosmic ray detection experiment. We are living in the future. Wowzers has found particles that just could be from outside our universe. NASA's Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna, or ANITA, uses a giant balloon to hold delicate electronic antennas high into the cold, dry air above Antarctica, where there's little or no radio noise to distort its findings. There's a constant wind, apparently, of high-energy particles coming from outer space, some of which are a million times more powerful than anything we can generate ourselves um okay stay with me class low energy particles neutrinos can pass completely through the earth barely interacting with the substance of our planet at all but higher energy objects are stopped by the reassuringly solid matter of the earth that means that high energy particles can be detected coming down from outer space to detect a heavier particle a tau neutrino coming up out of the earth would imply these particles are actually traveling backwards in time and that is what the anita scientists have seen
2: I found quite a good TV show today, Catherine. Oh, yeah. speaking Go of on. um speaking of bullshit like you just were um, <laughs> oh Sam, did you watch it but into the night or whatever it's called uh, I didn't know, sorry oh, that's rude. okay, well, I found another one that you 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 won't watch um it's called um Transfers Transfers.
1: I'm okay, spelling
2: that. I'm spelling it transfers, but I think there's a D in it as well because it's oh. French, and that's how they spell transfer. I think that's how they spell transfers. No, it isn't. I think it is actually. No. I think it is. No. Yeah. I, I, well. Okay. Anyway. So it's French. Um, and what happens is, you they have this technology where they can take you out of your body and put you inside another person's body. Not like that! Jesus! Not like that. Um, and, but it's illegal for some reason. I don't quite understand the science fiction behind it. And I was, uh, I was being shown Animal Crossing at the same time as I was, um, as I was trying to watch it. But um, it's called Transfers.
3: Transfers.
2: Transfers. Transferts or trans- no it was transfertz. In German. Oh, transfer. Transferts. Oui, oh, oui. Right, That's okay. what I said. yes yeah, so I was okay. right.
3: Ah ah so I was right. Well you said with a D
2: I changed you it. So
3: transferts.
2: A, a D and a T are very, very similar letters. Yeah. Very similar letters.
3: Okay.
2: Very similar letters.
3: Yeah. Okay, anyway, it's, i mean, it's I'm
2: with you It was quite good. It was quite good. I was trying to find something on Netflix to watch. Um, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. Really.
3: I want to watch the um, Tony Slattery documentary everyone's been uh, oh, tweeting us about.
2: That was tonight, wasn't it? I don't yeah. want to watch it when I've got the boys in the house because I'll be blubbing. I'll yeah, be blubbing, I think.
3: It's, it's, it is very moving. Yeah. You know, and, and we, we talked to him, didn't we? What
2: a nice fella. He texts every so, now and then, he'll text me yeah but he never replies to my texts.
10: peculiar no, well, gentleman can't...
2: who i've got a lot of love and respect for um you know and um just a really really uh nice guy and yeah. uh wish him nothing but the best and um you know you know yeah. let's go to nile oh no uh oh no she's gone oh, oh <laughs> sorry if it, sorry if i kept you waiting so long mate give us a call back and i'll put you straight on i'm so sorry um i'm just i'm just enjoying the relaxed vibe here so i i uh, apologize about that give us a call back Niall, and we'll put you straight back on i promise oh three uh four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you uh, want to give us a call, you're very welcome. Let's take a, a quick break. This is the Late Night Alternative. It's weeknights from 10. Uh, Ian and Kath and Sam is popping in every now and then on Talk Radio. Late
0: Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: I feel really bad. Um, I was waiting for ages, and I was just going to go to him, and he's gone. Now, give us a call back, please, mate. 344 uh, at 499 uh, One thousand is the um, telephone number, and um, we'll have a we'll have a nice. Oh God, I think How's we're it? getting. I think we're getting trolled. I can see the switchboard. Oh Jesus! Uh, I think we're being trolled. Let me just get rid of this. Let me just get rid of this troll. Yes, Barry, what do you want? I'm not a troll. Prove it. You're my dear
19: friend. Um I think we can cattle?
2: proceed with caution. Okay, we'll take the call but yeah, it feels a cattle. little bit weird. Cock- what did you call us? Cockles? Cockles. Hang oh. on a minute. Cockles. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, hang on. I don't know why that's playing. It's playing yummy. Yummy, yummy. yummy. Yeah, don't, don't, don't listen to my Spotify playlist. That's private. <laughs> Just like a, a man's a man's Spotify playlist and his Pornhub search history are private. Keep
1: your spirits up. Special. 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 Special.
2: Yeah, Barry, welcome. Keep your spirits up, special.
19: Keep your spirits up, special. What have you got planned for us tonight? Oh, well, I don't know if you've got anything set up. I was a little bit lackluster didn't have many ideas for tonight.
2: Well, you could have, you could have, you could have not found in. Well, I want to keep people's flipping spirits well, yeah, up. Yeah, but you want us to do all the work with respect. This feature is yours me and katherine are busy prepping a three-hour yeah. award-winning right. guardian recommended radio show. show we haven't got time we haven't got time to come up yeah. with the content for your crappy five it's very, minutes
3: it's very prep heavy this show yes uh, all right all
19: right i'm willing to answer any questions anyone has for me i'll even do a dare i'll do a dare i dare you to flick your balls Oof. Hold on, just a minute.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can you get that loose?
19: Come and flip my balls. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy. Put that down. Turn it off and come back down out of bed. <laughs> oh dear. Hold on, she's busy. It was like, turn it off. Okay, what's she doing? She's got something. I don't know what she does. She's turned something on. I say, turn it off and come down and pr- Hold on,
2: the dog's round here somewhere, that's No, right don't there. get the dog to do it.
19: Don't get the dog to do it. Hello, darling. No. <laughs> Hold on, he's wagging his tail. If I just no. over, over. No, don't get the dog to flick your balls with his <laughs> tail. Oh, there we are. If only you had video evidence of that. Oh, jeez. Oh, you'd be taken off there.
2: You oh, would be awesome. taken off there. Okay. Well, why don't? Here we go. Why don't me and Catherine? um play a fun game with you, yeah. okay? I love it. Love it. D- yeah? Do you, yeah. you listen to the show, don't you?
19: Sometimes well my bits, yeah.
2: Right. Have you ever have you ever heard any other bits of the show that you weren't on? I
19: liked the bit the other day about the Sumerian tablets. <laughs> <laughs> When you was very rude to that man who insists on telling cab drivers their religions are all wrong. I enjoyed that enormously just when you called it the Somalian tablets or whatever they're called, because you hadn't really been listed. That was a classic. I even texted Catherine to say, I'm finding this excruciating. You you text that quite
3: a lot, to be fair.
19: (laughs) And her reply was, you'll get used to it.
2: (laughs) What are the Samulian tablets, though?
19: Samulian? I don't know, but I enjoyed your disdain.
2: (laughs) I don't think there's enough disdain in the world these days disdain, there's, a, there's a lot of aggression there's a lot of nastiness but there's not enough yeah. disdain. Casual disdain
19: casual disdain that's right yes. that liked.
2: was that was Kath's nickname at school
19: <laughs> hashtag disdain. haughty oh well, yeah hashtag was that what he was known as hashtag haughty <laughs> 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 hashtag naughty
2: more ha- right. naughty haughty
1: Um, Oh,
19: I love it when you're naughty, haughty. (laughs) Especially with a hot water body. (laughs) What?
2: Is there anything less (laughs) sexual, less sexually (laughs) arousing than the word body? No, no, body, actually. No, than a a hot water bottle.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Go on,
2: what's less sexy than that?
3: Bed socks. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
19: Um, well, pop so, the pop Dutch, socks. The Dutch oven as well is fairly <laughs> disgusting.
3: <laughs> That's disgusting. It's a passion um, killer. You have to push through, don't you?
19: <laughs> you know, like, oh, jeez, no. Um, I don't like it when my Margaret snores right in my ear. <laughs> I don't like that. You can hear all the, all her larynx going, all vibrating. Oh, God. No. Disgusting. Mm.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's that presented us with a lovely, lovely image. So yes. I thought we would have a quick round of yes. lock poker. Oh yeah. Let's
1: do
19: it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay.
2: I go first. Then it's Catherine. Then it's Barry from Watford. Okay. Padlock.
3: Hose lock.
19: Hose lock. I've never heard of that. It's
3: a, a that? it's a proprietary brand. It's a thing that you can stick on the end of your hose.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Um, mm. Why would you stick a lock on the end of a hose?
3: It locks on. Yeah. It's like I guess they, they've sort of patented the design. Anyway, okay. hose okay. lock. Okay. To
19: be honest, I know what it is. You you twist it like a can opener, don't you? And it tightens over the tap.
3: Well, Hello? I mean,
19: That's that's yeah. the old <laughs> fashioned way it? Okay. Okay. What about this combination lock? Comb- I yeah.
2: love it. Oh, what oh, about yeah. this one then? Yes. Kru- lock Oh, I used
3: to Ooh, have
19: those.
2: Is... You don't see R- locks anymore, do you? Or lock, you don't see no. them anymore,
3: no. do you? I wonder no. why. No. Immobilizes. I,
2: I think that okay. would stop car... I think that would um, bring car crime down massively. Yes, yes. Have you got, no. Sorry, Barry, have you got to be somewhere. I just feel like we. you, you, you no, want us to speed I'm up so you can go.
19: I'm desperate to get my next one in. It's my turn. <laughs> oh. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Dreadlock. Oh, you genius! Here we <laughs> go. Hammerlock. Hammerlock. What it's is that? There's a wrestling. There's a wrestling in the A hammerlock.
2: What do you know about wrestling?
19: Oh, I know an awful lot. I'm married to a wrestler. Okay.
2: <laughs> His name's Jesus, right? Um, yeah. um Footlocker. Well, oh, that's not. That's very no. Well. Why hang on, why are we saying no? Because locker. Alright, 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 alright. Right, I've got it. I've got it. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Lockdown. Beautiful. Lockdown. Okay.
19: <laughs> oh you let's lock as the first word as well. Well <laughs> oh, lock lock. Yeah. Um deadlock. Okay. Which one? Deadlock. Oh, deadlock. Okay, hold on. I did have one. Oh God, hemlock. Hemlock. Yes. Okay.
2: Locksmith. Because you're allowed to have lock is the first one as well. Oh, I I
19: got it. I got it.
2: Okay.
19: Okay. Um, Lock up. Oh, that's good.
2: Yeah, it's taking lock down and twisting it on its head. Yeah. What about locket? A locket. Yeah. A it, yeah. Okay. Yes. You won't allow foot locker, but lock it
3: sure, No, are we not? allowing lock it if we're allowed didn't allow locker? It doesn't seem fair.
2: No, I'm allow- okay. well, I think locker should have been allowed, so lock it is fine. Yeah, of course it's fine.
3: Oh, okay. Um
2: Uh Did we say locksmith? We did, didn't we?
10: Yes.
2: Okay, all right. Um Yes. It is. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. um uh, Lock 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 of hair. Oh
9: yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, now
2: we're getting now we're getting good. What padlock? First one we had.
9: No
3: one.
19: Come on. First,
2: you, know, you, you can't repeat them, love. All right. <laughs> you can't repeat All them, right, love.
19: No. no. All
3: right. Loch Ness.
2: Okay. Yeah. Go on.
3: Well,
19: I was going to say that you're not allowed to. Surely. Well, hang do on. You if had... Were you, were you, were you oh, going you to want? say it? Well, I was going to say, and I thought it's not the same word, is it? Like lock loamond.
2: <laughs> okay um lock around the clock no um lock um lock 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 uh um
10: not lock luster. it's like oh. a word <laughs>
2: hang on hang on 10 oh whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa eight, guys 7 um okay. 6 5 4 uh, 3 Two. no uh, lock oh i'm out it's the death match it's the lady yeah. versus the man love lock well, oh, what is that
3: yes. it's those the, uh, that vandalism that people actually... do in paris on the bridges oh on, i thought it was I mean. a
2: thing i thought it was that when you um put a thing around your balls and so you couldn't knock wow. one out excellent i'll you're... save that for next time okay as a
3: prince albert yes um it's a, it's a cage I isn't feel it
19: I can feel the nation rooting for me. Oh. Um, Joseph Locke, the singer.
2: Well, what did he <laughs> sing?
19: What did he sing? Um, Joseph Locke, was it, yeah. Come into the Parlour? <laughs>
10: <laughs> You're making this
19: up. <laughs> come into the parlour and squeeze my nuts.
1: <laughs>
0: no remember
2: that come into the part. I don't know, but come we will never so be
1: squeeze my nose. <laughs>
2: I do know the song come into the parlor and the parlor? Squeeze, squeeze my, my nuts. nuts come into the parlor and squeeze my nuts but that wasn't that wasn't Joseph Flock that was um, Terry oh, Cock okay.
1: Oh, well, yeah. okay Barry he's <laughs> well, been a real pleasure what do I
3: win what do I win you,
2: you get to flick Barry's balls and then come go hey, into Barry. the parlor and squeeze I them
19: get there if i can get a cab now <laughs> that's one speaker than the other i can get there <laughs> i can get there
2: hang on i can get there in a minute if i get a uber okay i will we'll stay there goodbye barry
9: bye
19: bye where's
2: that talc hold on <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. 03444991000 <laughs> 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 let's try let's he's try a steve. dirty old goat isn't he he's horrible he's a horrible human being uh let's try steve good evening
20: steve oh hello um Wow, I didn't think I'd get through.
2: (laughs) You did get through, though, Steve. What can we do for you?
20: Um, Oh, uh, I was going to mention about Speaker's Corner. Oh, yeah, go Uh, on. I heard you guys talking about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I used to go quite regularly. Um, But the guy who was talking before, he's absolutely right. It has changed. Um, So did you used
2: to go just to hang out for the theatre of it? Because it's an amazing experience. Or did you go and speak?
20: Um, no, I just used to watch um I liked the all the different discussions that were going on. It was mostly civil in the old days, yeah um, but um, there used to be uh, like an old Christian guy who used to be like a landmark. I forget his name now, but uh, yeah, he was great um, but yeah, it has definitely changed. Um, I went down to try and see um some of the old faces, but it all changed and where the old religious guy used to stand, there was now like a bunch of um far right guys on one side yeah. and like Islamic extremists on the other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And dump dump dump. Um 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give <laughs> us a call. See, he he waited an hour for that. Um sounds uh, like the old
3: one to know better, but
13: never mind. <laughs>
6: <no>.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i knew it was coming yeah. i knew it was coming. So we, that, knew it was coming everyone knew it
13: was coming
2: everyone knew it was coming unfortunately his mates weren't watching um all right well i think we're done for calls for the moment i have to say sam called that one right by the way so sam sam knows um but um i think we're done for calls for the uh night which is fine i've had a i've enjoyed it tonight tonight has been uh, a fun show and um it's been a lot of fun um i'm thinking i might take next week off catherine i wonder what you would do
3: well i wonder too let me have a think
2: Okay, dokie i'm just let thinking think. maybe maybe a little breakington
3: well after tonight's um, nice experience with my internet i don't know whether i can trust it
2: <laughs> what happened did it just uh just just, just, just gave down. up just said no nah, yeah. i'd had enough and-
3: I restarted my computer and the um sky heal itself um thing came on and it sorted itself out. No. Oh, but there you uh, go. very dodgy
2: business. There you go. Yeah. It's um yeah, I'm surprised mine is I mean I'm 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 plugged in. I'm plugged in and oh. being plugged in makes all the difference. But um yeah, I'm surprised it's managed to uh Was that your stomach? I don't know. Was it yours? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was. Mm. Maybe it was.
3: It might be mine. I've been reading this story. I don't, have we got time?
2: We've got plenty of time, yeah, of course Man
3: did. buys girlfriend congratulations cake. Why? Because she finally farted in front of him.
2: Oh, crikey.
3: Three years together. Kaylee Warren, 21, finally farted in front of her boyfriend, Ryan McCurlin, breaking a pact that they'd made one month into dating. In a relationship, there are many milestones to celebrate with one another, from the first time you met, to meeting the parents, to saying "I love you." One couple from Queensland, Australia, celebrated a slightly unconventional occasion—the first fart. Um, oh. The pair had made this pact a month after dating, with Kaylee promising Ryan never to fart in front of him, and if she did, he had oh, to buy a Oh, this is horrible! Why treat. are you
2: doing this?
3: I know. Kaylee finally popped the pact during isolation. And Ryan, twenty-four, bought her a fancy cake with a sweet message in the icing. <laughs> According to Ryan, Kaylee let rip one night when in bed with him, and he gifted her the decadent cheesecake, which read, "Took you three years. Congratulations." Jesus Christ!
1: Why are you why are you sharing this with us?
3: Because we've all been in those relationships, haven't we? Where we haven't dared do anything like that, and then it suddenly happens, and it's kind of um, a moment. Mm. No.
2: Well, you know that I...
3: You fart I, all the time. I'm not a major farter in front
7: of people.
2: I, I would have to be ill. I could not go for a number two on the same floor as my wife. I mean, the, the toilet on the same floor. I wouldn't go on the floor, obviously. We had toilets, <laughs> But um, uh, I, wouldn't, I had to be in a different um, building. D- building? Different floor. Different floor okay. to, um, to, uh,
3: Gosh. to do it. Wow. But the farting, was that a thing?
2: i couldn't fight for my my missus no um that's why i got divorced because i was my terrible stomachache <laughs> i was desperate let's I'm making up for it now flipping it. let's go to i don't know if we can trust this guy good evening let's try daryl good evening daryl oh hey man how you doing oh, he sounds like a wrong one. <laughs> he sounds like an absolute wrong one. how you doing daryl you're right good evening i'm all right how you doing I'm good yeah. Have you got now Have you got Michaela there tonight There she Hi, is yeah. Hey Michaela How are you doing
3: I'm doing good How are you
10: doing
2: Alright Really tired actually It's been a I, have, I tend to have my boys On a Thursday and Friday So it's homeschooling And it's I was awake at half six This morning and I, oh, oh, wow. So I'm, I'm really really tired um, But I'm alright Thank you How are you Finding I'm not breaking any secrets By saying you two are partners Am I <gasps> <laughs>
15: no that's uh no. widely known. that's
2: out there yeah, how are you familiar. okay how are you finding michaela d- doing the show with with your partner is that is that weird is that okay is that cool or is it, it, how um, does it work
0: it's okay oh that was a big um <laughs> that was a really big
2: high-pitched <laughs> no, no, no.
3: That, that was from a from a point of um i don't do this that you know this is new to me so i, I was really nervous when i first started yeah um it's going well
15: he did leave me once he left me in the studio by wow, myself and i really panicked really <laughs> panicked
2: why can i ask why, why are you panicked what did you panic about
15: i didn't know
7: what to talk about yeah it's, it's... the thing is though michaela's michaela is actually
2: really good at
0: it she's really good at it when this is a posh way of saying that it. she's gobby
2: okay carry on yes, <laughs>
0: yes. But um but actually we're going to do we're going to do an interview Emma Kenny's going to be on the show with us in about half an hour or so so that's going to be interesting that's going to be Michaela's first experience of sort of being part of a
2: something other than just, you know, me and her chatting. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Which will be fun, I think. The thing, that, the thing that got it for me, right, was, and I've only got 30 seconds, is, is, is how I got to, because I, I used to do pre-recorded TV and then I did a live TV show and I couldn't get my head around it and then I had an epiphany. I, re, I realised that none of this matters. That none of this matters. Honestly, <laughs> and as soon as I realised that, it just gave me the freedom. If this bit's rubbish, fine, the next bit might be okay and if
3: it's not, it's well true. then tomorrow will
0: be okay. Mm. I think
3: what you really need to do, Michaela, is a, a massive balls-up and then you realise it doesn't make any difference. It's done.
0: Nobody actually calls you the next day. (laughs) Listen, we
2: have to go. Michaela, it's nice to hear you. Daryl, always nice to hear you, my friend. Sam, thank you so much for your help. Uh, Catherine, thank you. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.